0: Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the The Magic Magic Our Our Way Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Magic Our Way Podcast number 50. And we made it to our 50th show. Yay, thank you from our studio audience, <laughs> our audience in a box, so to speak. But anyway, my name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And for our 50th, we're lucky to have him in town uh, in time for this recording. You know, we, ca- we, we knew he was coming in, and we wanted to uh, make sure we had him on our show, and it just worked out that you know, it happened to be our 50th, so it's like, what do you, uh, you know, even better surprise to have uh, the one, the only, straight from just a dream away travel, Mr. Lee Lastovica.
1: Happy to be here as yeah. always. Yeah,
0: Lady's back here in our studio, sitting at our table. And in fact, you know what's special about this table, Lee? Tell me. It's like when we first we, we were at dinner. We all went to dinner at this place called Akira, uh, which is right here in Fat City, in Metairie. You know, we, we of course we visited our, our, our friends over there. That was that Johnny, the sushi chef, and um, we got Dave, the the bar guy slash waiter slash uh, you know house entertainment.
2: Kevin the manager. Kevin,
0: Kevin the manager, and Miss Lily. I didn't really see Miss Lily tonight. She was. I think You're she was right. busy. She looks kind of busy. I saw her running around. But anyway, the, the listeners really don't care, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we were talking. I forget my point they now. They
2: don't care? Really? The table.
0: Oh, yeah. The table. Yeah. So we we're talking at the table about the first couple of shows and stuff and how we got started. But this is actually the table. We used to podcast at Danny's grandma's yes. house. Okay. Back, uh, back close to crescent pie and sausage. If you remember when we used to yes. talk about eating there a lot. And this is the exact table that we we started podcasting on. That's right. Yep. So it's he, yeah, I guess when did you move this in here, into the studio? This weekend. This weekend. Okay. Yeah, I,
2: I thought you'd appreciate
3: it.
0: Yeah, it's very neat, man. You know, I mm. remember the chairs and stuff. The only thing that we're missing is that we, I guess she had some kind of doily thing or runner Yes. on the table that had like a Fabergé egg and all this kind of business. All stuff. these geisha oh. girls. Yeah, these little geisha porcelain things. So I used to have to try to manipulate the wires so they wouldn't like, accidentally destroy something nice <laughs> you know uh-huh. but yeah it's kind of neat to have the old table back you know if granted i'm sitting here at a desk where i used to sit in that chair yes like in that position you know and then we had everybody doing the pocket uh, actually danny sat at the other end of the table mm-hmm. and yeah we used to do it right there down in what's that mid-city i think we call it mid-city, mid-city new orleans yeah Absolutely. so um yeah that was, that was uh it's very neat to have this guy in back uh, on the 50th show and he'll be here for the rest our next 50 shows so man 50 shows how do you like that we're middle aged. I know, we're middle aged. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, I feel I knew we get it. But like I was saying earlier, I didn't realize how quickly it crept up on me. Yeah. You know, it's like we're sitting there recording a show forty eight and I was like, wait a minute, and two shows is our fiftieth. Holy Moses.
2: Yeah. It, it kinda it really it was one of those things to where I never thought, like, I always figured we, we'd do this for as long as we wanted to do this. Yeah. But when you have the number 50 attached to it, it almost legitimizes uh, your attempts at doing this. Yeah, right. Not, yeah. not that it legitimizes us as a great podcast, because by no means are we saying we're that, <laughs> but it, it legitimizes the attempt.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, and we have fun doing it. <laughs> and... Um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're yeah. just having fun doing it. Yeah, we're huh? just
0: having fun doing the show. I mean, at least I have... You know, I remember we started talking over dinner again to how we got started with this whole thing, and no. One thing is that you know, we, we listened to a bunch of podcasts from before. Like I used to listen to Lou on Mouse Tunes. And, you know, I started listening to Ricky on Inside the Magic. And those were actually the first two guys that I actually started listening to. And then I discovered WDW Today. And as these other podcasters would reference other shows, that start branching out. Like Be Our Guest. And um, eventually I stumbled on a Kingdom cast. But, you know, all these shows, you know, when they when, I think a lot of these guys come from uh, the old, uh was it, the news groups. You remember when they had news groups yeah. on the internet and stuff? But this is the wreck. Art Disney Parks kind of news group, I believe, that they used to have back in the day. I was in it, but I was never as deeply involved as some of these guys were, because I think their friendships go way back to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guys that used to do, uh, what's that, Mouse Fest, uh, which is now defunct, which I guess now they now call Reunion, like the WDW today guys do you know they do reunion every December and stuff which is like a, a big meetup of just a bunch of different podcasters and whatnot but those guys go back to that particular news group um but yeah you know I listen to the shows and you know I'm sitting here driving in a car because I have a lot of time when I'm on the road and it's just like you know they're saying things about whatever topic and it's like you know I, you know I'll, I'll just almost I'm one of those guys that kind of talks back to my iPod kind of thing I was like no you know <laughs> I, I, I had an opinion on a lot of the stuff that they were saying you know, and I tried, you know, I, one podcaster in particular, I guess, I tried, you know, emailing and uh, call into show, but, you know, I never got any kind of play or anything off of that response or whatever. So I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to just start my own show. <laughs> but yeah, I, so I, I got the idea. He's like, well, I start a podcast, but I, usually, I, you know, I think I might have mentioned that I'm a Kevin Smith fan as well. And so one thing that Kevin Smith said, he's like, he started out with a show called Smogcast. And he said that one thing that he enjoyed doing is like at least once a week he got he was able to get together with his friend, you know, because his friend's a producer, Scott Mosier, and they had both the busy Hollywood Live type things, so to speak. But at least this one week for at least a couple hours, they get to sit down together and just talk. And what he simplified it for me. He said, like, yeah, all you need is, like, you know, a friend and a microphone and a computer, a couple of mics and a computer, and you got yourself a podcast, you know. Does it really cost much to do? Pretty much all the equipment you already have. You maybe just have to spring for a couple of mics, and that's about it. Uh, but yeah, you record yourself, post it on whatever server thing, and you're good to go. And I was like, you know what? I could do that. You know, And that's where we went into the whole story on Danny's side about how, how we got started doing this, him being the only other guy, uh, friend that I knew that was deeply into this as I was. You know, And then it just kind of branched out from there. Mm hmm. So, yeah, and here we are at fifty <laughs> doing this kind of thing back at the table, so yeah that's that's where it kind of comes from, so it's it's pretty neat so um, so how's it feel to be fifty years old <laughs> of a show, fifty podcasts old, not years, that's say years. <laughs> Yeah, you did. I did say, did. yeah. I guess <laughs> force a habit. I guess fifty podcast old. We'll say that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I, I feel seasoned. I feel. I feel a uh, veteran. All of a sudden, well, that's you, good. Know? you know, I think like you were talking about Lou and all those guys, and I think uh, whereas we're nowhere near those guys, I think it kind of. You well know, they started back in 2005 so right. I mean, you know they, they have a head start on us. I think no I doubt. think we're officially a podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I guess we are yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not just we're, some um, fly by night kind of, you know, kind of thing where it's like okay they they did about 12 episodes and, and disappeared. And they're done yeah. yeah.
0: And we're still here doing it, yeah. you know. Um and what's even special about having Leon. He was like the first guy to ever write into our show. You know, he left a comment, he used to shoot us a lot of emails and stuff, and it was like, hey, you're actually getting some some dudes list. somebody's listening to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty crazy. Um, do you remember how you discovered our show?
1: Uh, I'm trying to think, I remember, I do remember this, I do remember one time I made a, you had posted a comment about something, and mentioned New Orleans, uh-huh. and I said, oh, hey, have you listened to this podcast? Uh, it's called Magic Our oh, Well, I do remember that. Pod- they're, made, they're from New Orleans. And Kevin goes, yeah, that's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: remember that, yeah. It's
1: like, oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's
0: so, pretty crazy. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh, it was I guess it was an email or a Facebook thing or something <laughs> like that.
1: I, I think really just, uh, I you know, I, I listen to the, the normal ones uh, yeah. that most people do. I listen to, you know, WW Today. Uh, the Diz Unplugged. Yeah. And so, you know, every once in a while I just browse around for something new. I, I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts that are not Disney related. so right. You know, sometimes you just browse around like, hey, what's new? I haven't, you know, checked and see. So you just go on iTunes, search Disney yeah. and, and under the podcast tab and see what's out there. And I said, Oh, Magic Our Way. That sounds kind of interesting. Let me see what that's about. Hey. And, um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, long story short, just something uh, I, I found it interesting. And I, I'd probably listen to two or three other podcasts that I'd listen to one or two episodes and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. This, right. It, it's, well, for whatever reason, it didn't help hold my interest. Right. Uh, but, you know, you guys had a good rapport. Uh, you know, a lot of it just seemed like a real cool laid-back vibe. It was just two guys talking about Disney. Yeah. You know, and you made, you know, I listened to your conversations. You made, you made good points. Danny made good points. I was like, yeah, you know I could see that. Oh, I could see that. And so just for whatever reason, something it just uh, stuck clicked yeah. with and I was like, yeah. yeah, this and so I stuck with it and I listened to a few more episodes and so yeah, it just kind of worked its way into the rotation so to speak.
0: And here you are on the 50th show. Boom. There <laughs> yeah, you look are. At that. And the travel agent for it. you yeah. you want you want to you want to pimp out your your agency real quick. we ah, sure. at the top real of the show, man, go um, for it. Cuz we always do it. So I figure since you're here, we, sh- we should let
1: you have the <laughs> honors, man. Yeah, and
2: you can go as long as you want this time. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> you know more about it than we
1: you know. <laughs> no, uh, well, so, yeah, I work for Just a Dream Away Travel. I'm an independent agent for uh, that that group. And uh, basically, you know, I'm a travel planner is what I like to say. I mean, yes, I'm a travel agent, but it's more than just booking something. It's actually making plans and helping people plan their vacations. Uh, so... All your basic information, if you need it, it's Lee at justadreamawaytravel.com. Um, you can also go on to the Just a Dream Away Travel website, select uh, any uh, person you want to get a quote from, yep. and uh, other than that, I mean, that's the best way to reach me. I have my own uh, Facebook page, uh, which is uh, Lee Las Stavica, Just a Dream Away Travel. Uh, if you search that up on Facebook, I usually post uh, you know one or two things a day mm-hmm. uh, just to kind of keep you know, interest in the community and uh, talk about whatever's going on with Disney. I do a lot of restaurant stuff. Right, uh, you right. know, I really like to, the dining part of uh, Disney a lot, so I do talk about that a lot. Uh, but, you know, it's just uh, something that if, you, if you're if you looking for s- someone to travel or to help you plan your travel, uh, that's what we're there for, to help you not just book it, but plan it and, you know, make it a, a great vacation.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, and Lee's very accessible. So if you're listening to our show and you want to ask him a question, you can write into to us magic our way at gmail.com will definitely forward it to lee or any of the information that you had said lee at just a dreamway travel you can email him and get some information as well you know so or maybe you just want to ask ask a question and maybe it pertained to everybody else in the who in our listening audience i mean feel free go ahead it could be anything you know travel so go for it you know
3: cool yeah
0: um, so other than that, I guess before we break into our queue, I, I should ask the, the proverbial or not proverbial, but our, my standard, how's everybody's week going <laughs> since last time we recorded?
2: Wow. This is we did our
0: Skype recording.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, my week's going okay. Yeah. It's going okay. It's be, I've had better weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's okay.
0: <laughs> and Lee, how's yours? I you know uh, you're traveling around. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm kind of winding down the work week. I'm flying back home tomorrow. Um. Just booked a, a, a client today, literally, uh, uh, as I was waiting uh-huh. for you guys to get done with what you had to do before we could meet up. Yep. Uh, just booked a, a young lady. She's taking her daughter and her grandson to Disney in December. It's going to be his first trip. Uh, her And they haven't been since they were, I think she said, uh, in college. So oh, wow. lots changed since then. Um, and so we were able to basically... Get everything booked for her on short notice, get some good dining for her, gonna yeah. have a good vacation. I got it all planned out so she's gonna be real happy and uh yeah, so other than that, you know, just doing everything that we normally do, um, keeping up with all the podcasts and all yeah. the news and just trying to stay on top of it. So, oh, that's it's been awesome. A, been a good yeah. week so far this week, and oh, good. actually just kind of winding down now. Be heading back home tomorrow.
0: How oh, cool? Do you have the weekend off or anything? Do you get to yeah um, relax with the fam? A little or?
1: bit. My daughter's uh, is on got made the volleyball team, ah. so that's <laughs> keeping my wife busy. They got two a days all week, so oh, she's wow. been having to deal with that. And then they play their games on Friday, so luckily I'll be home to uh, to go check out her uh, her tournaments and her games right. and stuff like that. So, uh, looking forward to that. That's pretty exciting. And then of course, for us, I think. Louisiana schools are already back in, right?
0: Yeah, they just, uh, most of them started last Thursday. Yeah, so we yeah. go
1: back the 25th. So okay. we still got a couple more weeks of school shopping and clothes shopping and oh, shoe cool. shopping and school supplies and all that fun yeah. stuff. So. <laughs>
3: well, cool.
0: Well, <laughs> for me, uh, I finished my, you've heard me talk about band camps. You know, I work, you know, i a music educator and all that stuff. So this starts my last and fifth week of camps that I've been out in the sun doing stuff you know I, i'm i'm pretty bronzed <laughs> have a wicked sandal tan it's pretty killer you've always been pretty bronzed i know but i mean i'm exceptional now you know <laughs> compared to before i yeah i'm pretty bronzed um but anyway yeah so i start that and so it's been a lot of fun i got a lot of sun exposure and everything a lot of heat a lot of drumming it's it's a lot it's a hoot but even today most importantly is that my little my oldest started kindergarten Hey. Yeah, 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 I know. So needless to say, I'm freaking out. I freaked out. But she's done now. She made it through. She was fine. She's happy. We bought the wrong kind of book <laughs> bag, so we got to we gotta buy another book bag. You
1: got to buy a clear one or a mesh one or I something? I guess so. I'm not
0: too Ooh. sure. She was trying to tell me over the phone what he needed. It, it sounded like a duffel bag kind of <laughs> thing, but I was like, oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I guess when I get home, I'll, fig- I'll find out what exactly that she needs, and we'll have to get that on the weekend.
2: My little girl started... Uh, what you called uh, pre K this week. And ah, got, yeah. Got diagnosed with staph infection the exact same day. Oh. Yep. That's part of the joy of. It, that's been my week. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, man. Wonderful. That's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: it'll make it through. A couple antibiotics. <laughs> yeah, ready. I know. Yeah, a uh, little medication, little stuff, a little rub, a little elbow grease should be good to go. Yes. Kind of thing. So, anyway, all right. So, that's our week. We'll head on. Let's go ahead and head on to the queue. All right, first thing up in the queue, I'm going to have to, I want to address this and kind of get out the way, um, because it's kind of on the sad side of of things, and you probably can figure out, if you're listening to this, what I'm about to talk about. Um, And this is about a man, I guess, I didn't realize it it would um, touch me as far as what has happened, but um, when I heard the news uh, of what happened to uh, Mr. Robin Williams, um, it's more than any other celebrity... That has come and gone. Uh, this has pretty much kind of affected me a little bit. Only for some reason, he was one of my favorite favorite entertainers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, both as a uh, you know his stand up comedic you know quick wit kind of stuff to his extremely dramatic uh, works that he has done, like from Goodwill Hunting to um oh gosh you know and i'm blanking a movie there's a movie dead Poets he did society the dead poet society but there's also one where he played a doctor that patch adams yeah no uh, it was a doctor and he uh, he was opposite robert de niro oh awakenings de- awakenings yeah that movie holy mose that solidified yeah. to me that robert Williams was one heck of an actor just uh, absolutely amazing and so uh, all through my life from like mork and mindy through you know like aladdin and um you know,
2: the the very, 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 very underrated
3: May I sit
2: here? and perhaps greatest role I think he's ever played, which was Death to Smoochie. Oh, Death, Death to, Smoochie, to Smoochie,
0: yeah. Death was-
2: to Smoochie was perhaps his greatest role. Really? Oh, God, yeah. Have you ever seen it? A uh, long time ago, and I don't remember it, to be honest. Death to Smoochie is Robin Williams, um... <sighs> I'm. Mean, I'm not even sure how to how to even say it. It's Robin Williams. It, it, so much of him is is wholesome. in yeah. you, you got to kind of see that wholesome character, and you get to see the uh, what you call it the uh, like one hour photo and some of the more darker roles he did. Desta Smoochie kind of seemed yeah. like um, he was just having so much fun. Oh really? Yeah. You really felt the fun that he was having. I, it was his most enjoyable role yeah. to me.
0: Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Um, one of one of my favorite roles of his is in If in the Magic of Disney Animation, when they used to have that yes. movie Walter Cronkite. This is what kind of I have playing in the background? Mm-hmm.
2: Robin, what's your favorite Disney film?
3: I'll be honest, Walter. I think Fantasia
2: has a certain
0: Fellini-esque kind of quality. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, insert Fellini into the whole uh, Disney mix here, and it, it stuck on the movie. Yeah, but this is a great thing because he did. A, I remember him doing this whole uh thing they turned him into a, a disney character an animated character He's and they put back him to in neverland yeah right. back to neverland yeah that was a movie that you saw uh d- demonstrating how animation worked you know and yeah. so he even did a, a an imitation of walter and he came up with that whole thing about you know we he, he turned into mickey he was like hey i'm a corporate symbol <laughs> <laughs> you know one of those quick witted things just it's just absolutely incredible
2: that was back when the magic of animation was good. That's when it was a working studio. Yeah, when I
0: guess they actually, you know, recorded TV shows and movies and such. Well, uh, yeah.
2: <coughs> that was when they, that was when Hollywood Studios was one of my favorite parks to visit, and yeah. that attraction in particular was one of my favorite to go to. And I, I remember that movie vividly.
0: Yeah, uh, and he's been involved with Disney for a long time. Like when ABC had Disney back in the day, you know, yeah. Mark and Mindy, you know, goes back to that. Flubber, when they decided mm. to redo the uh, Absent-Minded Professor. Yep. You know, he was the absent-minded professor, you know, when they did, did... I forgot when Flubber was. I think in the 90s or something like that. Yes. Somewhere in there. I know it was somewhere around my high school years and stuff. Um, but, yeah, there's a couple of things I just want to uh, uh, pay a tribute to him. Well, he was in another Disney attraction, too, besides that. He was, yeah. Do you remember which one it was? Yeah. What is it? Timekeeper. Uh-huh. Uh, that's what I'm about to play in the background here. I've invented rails for you to yep. lean on. 9 and all those kind of <laughs> business, you know, that whole <laughs> little ride. I think I saw that once.
1: Because... They're there to lean on. And please don't sit on the floor. My studies show that you can't experience time travel on the floor. And it's not a pretty picture in those shorts.
3: Yeah,
0: that's a, from the whole pre-show. Um, but anyway, before we go on, I just want to do a couple of tributes I discovered. And if you go to our Facebook page, I listed a couple of videos and stuff that I kind of compiled, you know. Um, and it's kind of sad in the Disney World. In the, in the same year, we lost Bob Hoskins, you know, Roger Rabbit fame, and now we lose Robin Williams and stuff. And this one de- definitely a little more touched, uh, hit me a little bit closer than uh, some of the other ones. Not to take away from any of those guys, <laughs> you know. I was like I remember when Michael Jackson, you know, passed and all that kind of business, but, you know, I, I didn't feel it as much as I did with, with Robin Williams and everything. But um, Disney did, a, and I have this posted on, on the Facebook, so if you go ahead and friend us there, um, facebook.com forward slash magic our way, uh, and you've probably seen this. Uh, Disney did uh, a little tribute to Robin Williams, and I just want to read a little bit of what, uh, we'll read the little letter that Robert Iger wrote, president of Walt Disney World Company. And he says we're deeply saddened by the loss of Robin Williams, a wonderfully gifted man who touched our hearts and never failed to make us laugh. An incredible actor and a comedic genius, Robin will always be remembered for bringing some of the world's favorite characters to life, from a zany alien on ABC's Mork and Mindy to the irascible genie in Disney's Aladdin. He was a true Disney legend a beloved member of our family, and he will be sorely missed. We join Robin's friends and fans everywhere in mourning and offer our thoughts and condolences to his family during this difficult time. So that was pretty nice of him to do that. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, this is uh, just incredibly amazing that that just happened. I remember I was, I was at band camp when I got the, the the note that he, you know, I got the word, you know, I got the little Twitter thing that said, hey, Robin Williams passed, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of business. And I was just like, wow, really? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it was almost like an end of an era for me. It's yeah. like, man, now I'm getting at the age where maybe all my favorite actors and actresses are starting to pass and all this kind of things that I grew up with, you know? So it kind of got to put things a little bit in check. But anyway, I want to put uh, some people well, may have seen this already. What's
2: you know, that? Well, I mean, not to be distasteful, but it wasn't exactly natural causes. Right.
0: I mean? Yeah. 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 I know. This is true. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's amazing for what he's done. And I'm sure people know the reputation that he's had mm-hmm. that he's made it. A, this far, up to 63, you know, where a lot of the guys and cronies are used to roll with and stuff, like the blue Belushi and all that, you know, they mm-hmm. didn't, you know, they barely made it out of their 20s or 30s kind yeah. of thing, you know, if that oh, much. He but. roamed
2: with Christopher Reeves, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. They are buddies at that film institute. Yeah. Speaking of which, one of my favorite things of Robin Williams is uh, if you ever get the chance to find it, it's the Inside the Actors Studio with Robin Williams.
2: <laughs> it's just <laughs>
0: absolutely, uh, have y'all seen it?
2: I, I, You know what? I think I remember seeing it a long, long, long time yeah. ago. I can't remember. But, I mean... <laughs> that's where he trained was Juilliard, right? Yeah.
0: He was yeah. there's one particular teacher and he was one of a couple of students and him and Christopher Reeve were in that particular class. Um, he, I guess the, the guy didn't really have that many students when he went to Juilliard. But um, yeah, if you ever find that inside the actor's studio, I mean, it's just amazing just what he does. I mean, for the first, maybe, five ten minutes you know james lipton barely gets a word in you know he just <laughs> he comes in and everybody's hooping and hollering and he just goes off and stuff you know and they finally 10 15 minutes and he gets to question one <laughs> <laughs> you know it's just it's just absolutely amazing and they used to have that posted on youtube and i guess whoever had it had to take it down or whatever they got a cease and desist thing but now you can find bits and pieces of it i mean you might be able to find it on the website for inside mm-hmm. the actor studio but i didn't have a chance to look at it but uh, speaking of New York and Juilliard and everything else, uh, I found this video, the, of course you know Disney's ca- uh, Aladdin musical, Aladdin the musical is out on Broadway, and they did a little tribute, the guy who plays Genie, um, who's that, this is uh, James Monroe Eagleheart, um, who plays Genie in the Broadway production, he did a little, at at during Curtain Call, he did a little tribute to Robin Williams, so let me play that for you, doesn't want to take long. the greatest... Not comedians, but one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Yeah. So, we're only going to do this once, because we don't want to drag something on because, first and foremost, we want to give our hearts and our prayers and our thoughts to his family, because he's a husband and a father first,
1: entertainer second. But, for tonight, I don't know, I think it's in your programs. If it is, you can pull it out. I don't want us to just sing a little bit of Friend Like Me before we go.
0: Just and we're going to do it together. And so here's what I want to do. I'll start it with the wah wah and then we'll get into the words. You guys got the words with you? Everybody got the words? Yeah. Everybody with glasses got on your microphone
3: You can see. Okay, here we go. Wah wah Oh my. Wah wah wah. No, no. Wah wah wah. Ha ha ha. All right, everybody together. Well, i have been voted, out thousand We need you talk
0: points up to the sky, of course, to say this free robbing kind of thing. So, yeah, that, when I first saw that, it gave me a little chills, you know, a little goosebumps and stuff. It was pretty killer.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, so that was a neat little tribute that the guys on Broadway did for him, the guy that originated his character and everything else.
2: Do you remember when he, like, like, you remember the, the big controversy when... Um yeah, because he did Aladdin, and and that really um that 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 became such a thing, and then they did the sequel to Aladdin, but they didn't use him. Oh, they didn't him. use his voice, yeah. Well, because uh, there was some dispute over money, and there was like a huge falling out between Robin Williams and Disney. Yeah,
1: I was reading online a little bit, uh, just and uh, what they said was at the same time Aladdin was coming out, was he came out with his movie Toys. Hmm. Yeah. if you remember that movie. I remember the movie Toys. I yeah. like that. And it didn't Cusack. do very well. But part of the quote-unquote agreement, because it was never anything legal. It was just a, an agreement, was that they wouldn't use Aladdin as part of the merchandising and the advertising for. I remember that now. Yeah. For, a, uh, for the movie, you know, they wouldn't use the the genie. I'm sorry, as as part of you know the advertising. In other words, they wouldn't use ride right off of uh, uh, Robin Williams as the genie to sell Aladdin. the Right. Movie. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so there was a, some dispute. Uh, as to how much Disney used the genie in their, you know, their advertising and, and to promote the movie. Cause he didn't basically want to be competing against his own movie, which he was making, which was the toys. Right. right, right. Uh, Our toys. And so again, there was basically an, a, a disagreement on how much he wanted Aladdin. Uh, I'm sorry. Genie used to promote the movie Aladdin and how much it was used.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. So,
1: And then of course they came back and, all shook hands and yeah stuff later and you more stuff water under of the anymore. bridge wow. kind of thing. See, yeah. I
2: always thought it was like it had a connection, like like they didn't want to pay him as much for the sequel or no. something like that. Was what was a, that's surprising to me? Wow, mm.
0: I remember that movie Toys. I thought it was really good. Yeah, you know, I remember he, it as well. I, <laughs> it was about the toy factory and he owned it. I think he yeah. inherited it from his father and somebody was trying to take it over.
2: Yeah, you know, doing war toys. Yeah, or something. I, I, I've seen parts of it. I don't think I've ever made it all the way through it though.
0: Yeah, Joan Cusack was in it. It was actually a really really good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah. It, you know, Robin Williams, to me, he'll always be happiness, regardless of what was going on in his life. And so whenever I, uh, he was up on the screen or he was doing stand-up or if he was voicing a character, I knew I was going to laugh. Re- yeah. Regardless, there's no way that I wouldn't, you know. So I knew I was going to laugh and end up with a smile on my face. So that Robin Williams, I'll always be remembered, you know. Um, so I figure I'd end this particular part of the queue. Uh, and with just a little bit of uh, Robin Williams is a genie himself.
1: Thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Hang on a second.
3: Whoa!
1: Wow! Does it feel good to be out of there? I'm telling you, nice to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, where are you from? What's your name? Uh, uh, Aladdin. Aladdin. Hello, Aladdin. Nice to have you on the show. Can we call you Al, or maybe just Din? How about Ladi? Sounds like here, boy. Come on, (laughs) Ladi. Say. You're a lot smaller than my last master. Either that or I'm getting bigger. Look at me from the side. Do I look different to you? Wait, wait a minute. I'm your master? That's uh, right. <laughs> he can be taught. What would you wish of me? The ever-impressive.
0: The one contained that. But never duplicated, duplicated.
1: Duplicated. Duplicated.
0: Duplicated.
1: Genie of the lamp right here direct from the lamp, right here for you very much wish fulfillment thank you so what'll it be master <laughs> you're gonna grant me any three wishes i want right uh almost
3: there are a few uh, provisos uh, a couple of quid pro quos like
1: uh rule number one i can't kill anybody <laughs> yeah so don't ask uh, rule number two i can't make anybody fall in love with anybody else <laughs> you little punum there Rule number three. I can't bring
3: people back from the dead. It's not a pretty picture. I don't like.
0: In case of emergency, the exits are here, 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 anywhere.
1: Keep your hands and arms inside the carpet. We. <laughs>
3: Thank you for choosing Magic Carpet for all your travel needs. Don't stand until the rug has come to a complete stop. (laughs) Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Well,
1: how about that, Mr. Doubting Mustafa? (laughs) Well,
0: I feel sheepish.
3: All right, you bad boy, but no more freebies. What would you wish for?
1: Me? No one's ever asked me that before.
3: Well, in my case,
1: Ah, forget it what no i can't I, come on tell me freedom you're a prisoner it's all part and parcel the whole
2: genie gig phenomenal cosmic
3: powers
2: let oh, <laughs> let's make some magic
0: yeah so in that respect i That's guess he, in some you know in some respects he got his freedom
2: I was going to say, is that every line ever spoken by him in Aladdin? <laughs> yeah,
0: this particular, at least the first segments, you know, this this guy clipped together a bunch of his uh, his uh, line, like the, when he first meets Aladdin, and then when he turns him into a prince, that whole kind of thing, which so just goes on and on. I want to get to the Freedom part because, you know, uh, if you may have read whatever, all the struggles and stuff, or whatever pain he was in, um, now, he, I guess, technically, he's free. He got his wish, you know? Mm-hmm. He's got his third wish, and so, rest in peace, Mr. Williams, for uh, Thank you for gracing your uh, the earth with your presence and bringing being a shining light, uh, yeah, at least in, in my world and many people's world. So, yeah,
2: real quick though, I got a really like an easy trivia question for you. Yeah, what you got? A real easy trivia question for you, Cap. Yeah. Uh, and lead to. Uh, what attraction would he still be visible in?
1: Currently, Magic Carpets of Aladdin. No, 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 no.
0: Visible, oh, no. visible
1: attraction. Yeah. What, what attraction right
2: now? If you go now, it's been it's been a little while since I rode this. As but, himself,
3: uh, or is he no, playing n- a character?
2: I don't want to get that deep into it. Okay. I, 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 what attraction if 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 memory comes to pass? What attraction if you go to right now will you still re- see Robin Williams in the park? Like Timekeeper and uh, Return to Neverland. We already talked about those two. But what currently exists right now that if you go there, you should be able to still see Robin Williams in that attraction?
0: Huh. It wouldn't be Stitch.
2: No, it wouldn't be Stitch.
0: Nope, it wouldn't be Stitch.
2: This We're... is oh wow! I thought I okay. You thought it was easy. I thought it was easy. Okay. Well, let me think here. Easy let me think here. You. Let me
0: think here. Give me a second. Give me a second because that's gonna.
2: I think you can. I think you can get it. I think you can. No googling, Lee.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> can I can
0: I can I narrow it down to a park? Can you do that, or would that give it away?
2: Um, it probably would. I mean, it. it like I said, I think this is so easy, but I'm surprised I haven't guessed that already. So well, it's probably
0: al- easy, and I'm going to kick myself in the butt when you say it.
2: You are. I, I believe you are, because I think you kind of mentioned it already, if that helps. Oh. But you didn't mis- mention the attraction. I think you mentioned the... Um, the Oh,
0: is it? would it be um, uh, uh, Mickey's Filler Magic? No. No, okay. No, it wouldn't be... Mickey's- oh, no, the genie's not even in that. It's just Aladdin and Jasmine. You're yes, right. right. And Donald...
2: I mean, he, yeah, you hear the genie's voice and wishes, but I'm not even yeah. sure that's the real Robin Williams. No, I'm saying you can actually see Robin Williams in this attraction. Not the genie. Oh, no.
0: oh, the great movie ride no. in, the, in the Good Morning Vietnam when he says that at the end of it. Well, that that counts.
2: Um, technically, I suppose, but you can, not, I could see him. You no, know. <laughs> Adrian Cronauer. Not what I had in mind. Not what you had in mind, all right? Not what but I had. That could in count. Mind. That could count. Okay.
0: Um, you can listen. to it to a park. Epcot. Epcot.
3: Hmm. hmm epcot
0: so what's imagination no
2: hmm.
3: nothing
0: to do with bill nye nothing to do with living seas definitely not test track
2: nope especially not that reinvented piece of stuff <laughs> <laughs> at <a> point <laughs> that's all right um it'd
0: be one of the communicores or i mean no. inventions. no not even there right no in epcot
2: what? wow no. come on Sir, you talked about this earlier. I did? You did. You talked about this role. I, I'll, I'll put it to you by, like that. This role? Is it, it was a role that he played that landed him smack dab in a Disney attraction. All right, all right. Okay. Let me help out a little bit better. Maybe maybe if I say it like this, it's a little bit more correct. I all mean, right. it's in the attraction, but it's more part of the queue area.
0: Oh, Star Tours? No. No, it's not Star Tours.
2: No, that's not even that. Never mind.
0: Never mind. I probably, he's in the queue area.
2: Yeah, more in the queue.
0: Oh, Q area. this is going to I swear I'm going to kick myself in the butt when I hear yes, it. Yes
2: you are. You are. You are
0: um in the queue area. Okay, who has a queue area? Uh, Spaceship Earth? No. That's outside.
2: Well, okay. Uh, God, <laughs> all right. So, I say queue area, but there's never really much of a queue in this attraction.
0: Like imagination? Oh wait, he's uh the flubber dude. Yeah, yeah there you he, go. He's, he's, he's his picture
2: up there is one of the uh, Inventor of the Year awards. That's right. You see the picture of Robin Williams on the on the wall along with Rick yes. Moranis and and Nigel Channing. Um, that's so absolutely right. You're that incorrect. is right. Thank you. Well, oh, I know I'm correct. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's absolutely correct. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. You even have a. You can see his door too. They have a door for yeah. his laboratory.
2: Well, hopefully I gave a lot about the people at home fits. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the people in this room. <laughs>
0: that's actually kind of tough, you know, because if you're not paying attention to that queue uh, or if you're just blazing through it, you might you might just miss him and forget he's there. But you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. That's crazy.
2: If it's still there, I mean, it's been a while since I rode the attraction. I don't I'm they sure it's updated there. It. I would think so. And if
0: it is, I wonder if they did anything, if anybody laid any flowers or anything else or did something nice uh, mm. for his pick. Because I guess that would be the only place you'd be able to see him, literally yeah visible you know well, you as, can see space, a character. Yeah. yeah huh well there you go guys Although,
2: you know what that that adrian Carna- that that was thinking outside the box kev good job on that yeah, well
0: thanks yeah <laughs> yeah he was yeah that 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 would have counted but that actually i like yours that's that's pretty good because that's very subtle <laughs> yeah yeah so anyway all right so enough of that let's move on to some happier things
1: so uh magic your memory maker is expanding again. Uh, They're doing a lot of stuff with the uh, with the Memory Maker package. Uh, So the newest thing here is beginning August 12th, guests with the Magic Band that are linked to their Memory Maker who ride the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror at Disney's Hollywood Studio will find a video memento of their 13-story drop automatically associated to their My Disney Experience account. Uh, So basically uh, along with the pictures you're getting and all that stuff you're now going to be able to get the video of yourself on Tower of Terror. Huh. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, and then it also says that... Um, this is for an extra price, I guess? No, it's included if you have Memory Maker. If as you, long have memory as you have Maker, the Memory Maker, okay. yeah, Now yeah. It's not extra, to, but obviously it is extra to purchase the Memory Maker package. But if you have the Memory Maker package, along with all the other stuff that they're doing, you also now get the video of your ride on Tower of Terror. Oh, that's very so cool. That's pretty cool, okay. I thought. Uh, so they're definitely uh, pushing the envelope with... Uh, what they're doing with their magic bands and with um, the Memory Maker package, right? So, oh, right on. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool.
0: That is pretty cool. That uh, maybe something I want to explore is the Mem- Memory Maker package.
1: Did, did they start off?
2: They, they, like they follow you up and down as they do it, or like did they stay up when you drop
1: and then you fall out of frame and then you come back up again? Well, here's a thirty-seven minute. Thirty-seven second video. I can. So, so I got time to. for thirty-seven, <laughs> 37 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Sorry. All right, hold up. Wait. Let, let me. me uh... All
2: right. So what happens is, is yes, you do. You drop out of frame, and okay, so it's like it looks like stock footage so much. So like you drop out of frame, and they give you footage of the elevator dropping, and you see the outside of the Tower of Terror. Right. So this is I like this actually better than if it just stayed on you the entire time. This is pretty cool. Boom,
1: and you drop. Yeah, that's that's much better than if they would have just stayed on you. I like that. Sure. Instead of just a fixed camera on your face the whole time. Exactly. It shows you really in the action. Because you Um. wouldn't
2: want to show that to your friends. That (laughs)
0: that one you
1: might show to your friends.
2: That's actually pretty
0: cool, man. Because that reminds me of that commercial when, then you know, the old stock commercial footage Mm -hmm. when they show this Tower of Terror and then you know, so the people standing in the elevator and it just drops. You know, you see the winch of the elevator and stuff and all that kind of... That reminds me of that commercial. That's actually really neat. Yeah. That almost be worth the money.
2: You know, and, and it makes me th- uh, think about it because, I mean, you know, obviously, I th- I'm sure we've all heard in the news about the Yankee Trader um, shop over at, you know, becoming the Madame Leota shop for the Haunted Mansion. They're yeah. talking about doing the, uh, the, the pictures of you with the ghosts right at the very end of it and i'm kind of wondering is is, could you do something like that where you do like a little video but then you can kind of do like a little bit like of a uh, a 3d animated ghost oh yeah because i mean you know a shot of you with a ghost i mean it's not like you're they're catching your expression as right. you're falling, or as you're zooming off in the rock and roller coaster, or as you're passing the yeti, or whatever. I mean, you're you're pretty much just standing still when you see a ghost next to you. It's not like you're gonna have a horrific a, a look on your face, right? But it seems to me that'd be tailor made for a memory maker, where they could have like an animated three D ghost that'd in the be, car with you.
0: You know, I could see them doing is, uh, you know, the part where you get to the hitchhiking ghosts. Mm-hmm. I could see them recording that little scene as you go through it. And splicing it in with other little footage. You see the actual guys kind of, uh, you know, with their thumbs pointed out because kind yeah. of moving, you know. Uh, I could see them doing that, too. That's actually, yeah. actually kind of neat.
2: But uh, I guess what I'm saying is, though, you wouldn't have, like, a, um, a shocked look on your face, right? Like, isn't that the, the, the fun of those um, pictures is to go see your look as you're plummeting off of sp- – Splash mounting, oh, mountain, yeah, right, right, or right, taking right. off, or or uh, dropping out of the t- uh, Twilight the, Zone Tower of Terror. I mean, there's gonna be, you're, you're gonna be looking fairly normal when you run across the, 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 the hitchhiking ghost. The hitchhiking ghost. But if you were to have an animated hitchhiking ghost in there that looked like it was in the car with you and your co-rider as you oh, went I through, you see what i Yeah, it I'll would be much mean. better than like I can't imagine like as a Haunted Mansion fan. Of course, I'm still gonna get at least one picture of me. And my right. co-writer, and um, which is probably going to be my wife or daughter, with the the, Haunted, the, the hitchhiking ghost in the middle. But right. if you could do something like Memory Maker where you could have an animated 3D ghost, I think that'd be cool. That
0: would be kind of neat.
2: So
1: similar to how they all uh, superimpose uh, Tinkerbell in your hand on the mm-hmm. picture, uh, Stitch, you know, breaking out of the ground in a picture, yeah. they could superimpose something onto video mm-hmm. of you riding Haunted Mansion. Interesting. You know? Something like that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they can do with with the technology. I mean, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, they're really so. You hear a lot about you know Disney competing with Universal and Universal's got Harry Potter and but you know when you really look at what Disney's doing with the Magic Bands and you know love them, hate them, whatever. You know, uh, there's so much potential, there, and it seems like every day they're coming up with something, some new idea. Mm-hmm. So I, I, they're you
0: way know, the ahead to on keep universal with memories this stuff. intact and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Well, like
2: at the end of the Haunted Mansion, now, like they'll do something where the, the, the hitchhiking hitchhiker switches your heads.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
2: And it, it's a cool little effect when you see it in the car. But if they can do that on the Memory Maker, where they really can kind of polish that up. Because mm-hmm. now you're going to get like video quality. like You're seeing that from a mirror, and so the the image quality that you get right. is acceptable. Right. But if, in order to put that in the Memory Maker where you can play it on your own computer screen, it kind of has to be really, really good. So I can see them up in the ante and doing something like that right. for you to see at the very end of it. That'd
3: be
0: kind of neat. Yeah. Do you remember offhand, Lee, how much the Memory Maker package?
1: It's 200 if you buy it at the park. Okay. And if you pre if you buy it before you travel, it's 149 Huh.
0: Okay. oh uh, wow that's actually pretty good well Mm.
1: worth it for 149 because you'll spend let's
2: say you get like three pictures um you know and and, like you like the family thing where like the whole family ride splash mountain tower of terror whatnot yeah i mean you're gonna be paying what about 30 bucks a piece right Mm -hmm. yeah easily yeah For Ah. each photo at least you do the memory maker now you get all those photos plus plus it's yours yeah well it's your and and all the stuff that you do inside the castle and whatnot right that's pretty neat. yeah. Because yeah. I know on a carnival
0: cruise I took this past Mardi Gras, I mean, it's like I spent at least that much on just stills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you oh, know, yeah. so I, if, I d- if I paid that much uh, easily, when I think about it and I get all, I guess it's almost unlimited, mm-hmm. right? Is there a limit? I, I haven't heard of anybody saying there's a limit to all these pictures and stuff that go on there, is there? No. no. Yeah. So, and, like, whatever experiences you go on, it's. I mean, you're, you're going to have that for you to keep.
2: Well, not only that, too. Like, you go to the park, like, you start... While you're at the park, you you know you're spending a lot of money, but you can't really keep all that in your head. That's why I like doing the dining plan. Yeah. Because now I know my meals are paid for. I don't have to worry about it. Like, if you pre-purchase that beforehand, you know going into it dollar all your pitches are covered, whereas... If you're on it, you might see a picture of yourself riding test track. you like, right. it's a good picture, but I already bought the rock and roller coaster one. I bought the Twilight Zone right. Tower of Terror. I'm not going to splurge on this. And at least now you go home and you still have it. Yeah, that's
0: pretty You have cool. them all.
1: Everything that you ever took, it, it's yours. So, but, right. Yeah. And, and again, it's your DVD, so you can take it down to Walgreens, yeah. print some pictures, download those pictures onto whatever, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, social media you want to. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's yours to keep. Uh, so, you know... Do with it what you want. Yeah. Right.
2: No, Turn on that- as many as you want. Like, my wife and I, we had a picture of the entire family plummeting off a of splash mountain. We moved. We have not been able to find it. The closest we can do is take a, uh, a copy of a picture that my sister has of it. And it's just, it, it's a, it's, you know, not as good of a quality picture. Mm. And, uh, I miss that picture. I really wish we, we could find what we did with the original one. And this way, we could print like 18 of them, give them all our friends if we wanted to. Put right. it on a, put it on a card for Halloween or Christmas or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Your Christmas yeah. cards.
0: Absolutely. That's a very, very good idea. Mm-hmm. You know, that reminds me, uh, our next podcast trip, we're going to do, we're going to try out the dining plan thing. Yes, we are. Dining plan thing and drive. <laughs> Last time I tried the bus thing, so we'll try the driving thing that I like to do. So that's that's. I'm just putting that on tape so I remember, and that listeners can hold me to that.
2: <laughs> I'm holding you to that. <laughs> yeah, you, you hold me to that. Yeah, Lee can Don't worry too. about listeners. I got them. We'll get
0: Lee to book our vacay because uh, I think I want to stay at the Art of Animation, man.
2: Uh, dude, I I absolutely do as well but I uh, you know if we do the art of animation the kids are got to come
0: Yeah, that's true yeah. that
2: can't just be like Kevin Danny just break out for the for the weekend kinda of stuff like, like, Art, art of animation? animation yeah because I mean I mean it's cool okay we have a finding Nemo pool what are we gonna do with that I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's for our that's kids true, yeah Kevin. you're absolutely right <laughs>
0: so, so so where would you wanna stay
2: I don't know big guy what do you want <laughs> <laughs> No, um, <laughs> some, somewhere with double beds. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: absolutely with double beds, definitely.
2: You know, I want to stay at Disneyland. That's what I want to do. I want oh, to do that's right, that Hornet yeah. Mansion overlay, but now, you know... You know, i got to have a baby and all yes. that. Yes, we can't do
0: that, exactly. That's all right. Well, maybe next year. We'll get Lita Book uh, uh, Disneyland trip out there. Yeah. And stuff, so that'll be neat. Find a John Wayne. So anyway, all right. So, all right, before we get into the hub, and before I play our music... We got an email from Jeff Rony, Rony, Ronnie. I think I'm, I'm assuming Rony. um, how you spell it? R-O-N-E-Y. Rony. I would say Rony too, right? Yeah. So Jeff, you can correct us. Oh, actually he's going to correct us in just a second, but he's from the <laughs> once upon a time fan podcast and he sent us, he made for us a little show ID. So, um, we'll let uh, Jeff do a little talking here.
2: Hello. This is Jeff Roney from the once upon a time fan podcast. At onceisfrozen.com, dot com, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast.
0: Yeah, so apparently uh, Jeff, uh, he's got the website onceuponatimepodcast dot com, um, and he said mentioned some other podcasts in the station ID, but he's a, he's a new podcast that's up on the market. I'm gonna go definitely give him a listen and see what he's all about, and we will definitely repay the favor towards him. Um, but anyway, yeah, you know, I, I forgot to mention this. We we're talking about starting the shows and the, the I guess the, the old line podcast, Disney podcasters like Lou and Ricky and all those guys. But I always consider myself like the our, our show, like the second generation of shows. That have come out from that inspired by the guys that have come before us and paved the way, you know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, like Kingdom Cast and uh, um, Be Our Guest. Well, the BRS is one of those older guys, but some of these other shows, uh, like Mickey Mutineers and all that kind of business uh, mm-hmm. that are coming up on the uh, on the scene uh, uh, nowadays. So, anyway, uh, thank you, Jeff, for sending that in, man, and we'll definitely because repay you the favor.
2: Don't forget Mice Cast.
0: Oh, yeah, Mice Cast. Yeah, let's not forget Mice Cast. One of my favorites. Yeah. So, you. Uh, I thought they've been around for a while, though. I thought they were one of the the old old line. That's what I'm saying. why are oh, you yeah. weren't you
2: paying tribute to the old line?
0: Yeah, I was. Yeah, 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 mice cast. Okay, well, mice cast. We'll say mice cast. All right, so here comes the hub. all right so for the hub today for our 50th episode i decided to do something you know kind of off the cuff you know really, you know knowing my schedules and stuff didn't have too much time to prepare but we wanted something fun where we could just discuss since we all knew we were going to be here together and uh, so danny's wife and i guess Dan, danny kind of came up with this idea kind of morphed it into this particular ground rule so i'm, I'm on like ground rule this particular Thing that we're going to discuss. I'm gonna go ahead and let him uh, specify the ground rules and stuff of our discussion for this hub. So, yeah. Danny, take it away.
2: <laughs> sure thing. Um, we pitched Kevin a couple of ideas, and Kevin's very particular, especially with the fiftieth. Kevin, Kevin wanted a really good idea, and my wife uh, said, "Well, you know, why don't you incorporate Walt Disney into it in some sort of a way? As in, you know, what would Walt think of Disney World today?" And then I thought it was a great idea because Walt never walked Disney World. Walt. Walt never got to see what Disney World became, so so the idea was if Walt Disney went walking through Walt Disney World today, what would he think? What would he be impressed by? What would he be disappointed by? What would he notice? What would he think? Lord, what would he think? Right,
0: and this is a neat topic because never, he never did. He it never saw. It. He never got to see it through fruition. Right. His brother did, but he didn't. Right. So this is this would be kind of neat. So uh, do, you, do you have anything in mind? Did you want to lead off? or
2: You want me to lead off? Eh, it doesn't
0: matter, you know.
2: I mean I think the easiest thing to point out that I think he'd be obviously very upset over yeah is Epcot cuz that is just that, not yeah, yeah that, that wasn't just, his
0: vision I can see,
2: kind of see not that not at all what he wanted Epcot to be not not this uh, world showcase slash you know um it's like a world's fair kind of a thing yeah like this was this uh, a world's fair kind of uh, a yeah. meet uh, like a uh, you know um what do you call those things um not like a science fair, but a... Um, Expo? Yeah, like something like that.
0: World Expo, Expo kind of thing?
2: Right, where you, you highlight uh, certain features. I mean, he wanted to be, to be an actual experimental prototype community of tomorrow. Right. Which is what Epcot stands for. So, I mean, there were supposed to be transportation in the form of people movers and right. monorails one and through and people living within that community right. and servicing the needs of the community. So, I mean, I think that would be the first thing that um, he would be upset over. Now, that's obviously the easiest to get to and i almost wanted to say just to kind of get that out of the way right so we can get into this you know more speculative stuff because we knew what walt wanted there right and he didn't get it
0: now what if if it wasn't named epcot do you uh, think he would exactly like it what i was gonna ask oh, yeah? it's exactly what I was gonna, yeah if, if it would, wasn't named epcot do you think he, he would like what he saw whatever it was i could say if it was like um um jumanjiville or something like that <laughs> you know it was like some name like that that wasn't associated with his original idea.
2: So it was like a fifth park, and it was called uh, Jumanji. Well, I don't if think it was Jumanji. I don't
0: know what name. I just threw Jumanji. I was thinking Robin Williams, and I like that movie too. <laughs>
2: That's <was> pretty killer. Like <laughs> uh, Expo World. Yeah,
0: it's like Expo, Expo world. world kind okay. of thing. Yeah, Expo '95. Do I
1: think he'd like Epcot as is?
0: Yeah, the, yeah.
1: As a as a general park theory, would he enjoy the? the countries and the way it's laid out and things like that. Would he still think of this as a good part that is something he would envision? I don't think he'd like the countries so much. I think he'd like the
2: idea of the countries, but I think he would hate the fact that you don't really get to experience the countries. Like, there's no attraction that kind of brings you through, and he's very big on story. So,
0: you think he would have enjoyed, like, the F- Mount Fuji attraction, and I think the he River attraction? The Rhine exactly. I All think, those kind of things.
2: I think if they had something that kind of brought you through the country and kind of, you know, told you the story of the country, I think he would enjoy that. I don't think he would so much enjoy the aspect, of, like, if you go to Morocco and you walk around, you, you explore, but no one is, um, and, and I, don't get me wrong, the exploration of is cool, but I, I do think that he would have preferred something to, um, to entertain and educate as, as well as uh, to, to, to demonstrate. Edutainment kind of thing. Yeah. Than What they
0: used um, to do. Now, what about the overall concept? Like, uh, If I remember correctly, I think what ties in both halves together is that you have the world of the present uh, adjacent to the world of tomorrow kind of a thing. Like the, the the future world world showcase kind of business, do you think he would have uh, bought into that storyline, or he, he probably would have made it better? I think.
2: Oh, I agree. I do think he would have made it better, but I mean, pff, that that's you can argue that across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just 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 by the fact that he would have not put um, dollars over 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 entertainment value, yeah. like he would have made sure the show was the best it could be, and. and However, his brother would have made it work financially yeah exactly yeah. i mean he, he wasn't he wasn't gonna be so concerned about um did this ride tie into this latest um uh, film that got released that did well did the attraction that they wanted to release did that film do well that kind of thing i mean he would have released what he thought was a good attraction right so I think that would have that stands true across the board now in terms of the concept of 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 future world and yeah. the concept of um of uh, what you call it, um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking, Um, World world Showcase, showcase, I'm sorry. Uh, I think Future World is kind of redundant in a sense because you do have Tomorrowland in in, in Magic Kingdom. And I think a lot of what Tomorrowland um, exhibits, or what it was supposed to exhibit, I guess, is is future technologies, which is exactly what Tomorrowland was supposed to exhibit. So really, Future World should be in Magic Kingdom. Almost. Pretty much. I mean, what Future World is now is like, it's almost like, uh, um, pavilions dedicated to, okay, here's the story of energy. Here's the story of a well, not the story of imagination. Here's a ride about imagination. Uh, here's a ride about the seas. But I mean, there's very little tomorrow, except if, if like inventions. If you go to inventions, yeah. you'll see some of the future technology. But I mean, there's very, there's very little future technology exhibited in future world. Am I right?
0: As of if, yeah, I guess, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, if, if you count the new test track and the whole computerized... But that's not really future. That's, like, what's happening now, I guess.
2: Well, that's, like... Yeah, that's, like, um... That's not even, like, future technology. That's more like uh, future fiction. Kind of like, oh... Science fiction Yeah, kind of this is what we think the car of the future will look like. You know, right. kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know that I count that so much. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm more thinking of... Yeah, I, I do think that his... The, the concept for intervention... Um, yeah, that that should be part of what is, and in fact, in Disneyland, it is. Yeah, in, in, in Disneyland, it's in, in there, Tomorrowland, Inventions yeah. isn't Tomorrowland,
0: right? Yeah, could you imagine if Future World was actually Tomorrowland and Magic Kingdom Park? How busy that would be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's busy now, but I mean, just to have that, all those extra things in there would just be amazing.
2: Well, I mean, really, I mean, what couldn't you take out of like uh, of Tomorrowland, like that that you would be like, okay, Space Mountain's got to stay. Yeah. Maybe Buzz Lightyear has to stay. Yeah. I'll, I'll right, leave would him you there. be disappointed if they took out uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor? No, we can move them no. somewhere else. No, exactly. I wouldn't you either. You can, can you m- kill
1: Astro Orbiter. Yeah. A- yeah. Astro, Astro Orbiter. Orbiter.
2: No one losing any- Stitch's Great Escape. Anybody lose any sleep over that? No. Mm. no, No, not really. Yeah. I mean, there's not much. Uh, the Indy Speedway. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does that have to do with future? I mean, it's not even That's like this a, is the yeah. car of tomorrow. I mean. It, that I,
0: one is bizarrely placed. It is. I'll give it that. Yeah. But where would you put the Tomorrowland Speedway?
2: I think in the grave, because <laughs> the, the word speed in way should not be. in There's no speeding on that way. Um,
0: you, putting,
1: could, you put it yeah. in, in studios and car theme it out. The there you go.
0: The oh, there you go. Yeah, Absolutely. the car's overlay. Yeah. 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 Absolutely, that that's that's good. That's good. Let's see what else. Is there that's a else lot
2: there? of real estate that could be used for other. Tri- I mean, for a speedway that isn't a speedway, it's kind of lame. I mean,
0: it's a putway.
1: Yeah. So can <laughs> can Soarin fit in with Future World? I mean, not Future World. Sorry, with Tomorrowland. Soren,
2: Hmm. Hmm. That's a great question. Yeah,
1: I think it could because.
2: You could be soaring on a hand glider. You can be soaring along uh, uh, some futuristic ship that's going to take you along and, and explore the newer world. Oh, yeah,
1: with a new film. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Okay, sure. But in, in its current, current format, state? that's not.
0: I think in its current format, it just needs to go back and stay in California Adventure. Yeah. I think I, I, I mentioned that on my trip report in Disneyland. That, 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 that one out there is just themed incredibly.
2: Yeah, because there's nothing future about hand gliding. But yeah, if that's you cha- yeah, if you change the, the, the modus of uh, transportation, you could do something like that.
0: Now, what's kind of futuristic is that ride system. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, I dig that. Yeah. You know, that's like the only one that I know of in existence is in that attraction or that kind of a lift thing, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Even like the old Back to the Future attraction, Universal wasn't like that. Yeah. You know, um, ah, that's interesting. Yeah, that might be a whole other topic for another show. Is, yeah, uh,
2: I think we are. I, mean, I think we're getting sidetracked from the, what would yeah. Walt <laughs> find entertaining or amusing or uh, exasperating. Uh, but um, what do y'all think? What, 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 all right, so let's start with what's easy. What would what, what would tick Walt off? I see,
0: I'll, I'll, I'm going to go the fast pass route.
2: You think the fast pass would tick him off?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I um, I think that he wouldn't want to. Not that it terribly splits the 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 visitors in half, so to speak, mm-hmm. but he wouldn't want to make uh, draw a line and distinction between two different sets of visitors because mm-hmm. he wanted something for everybody to enjoy at the same time, experiencing the same type of magic and stuff. Um, I don't know if he would be keen in the whole Fast Pass Plus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what he might do, and I think we've mentioned this on shows past, is that he would create. Uh, or formulate the park to where it would spread the capacity that it can handle over a bunch of different quality attractions, Mm -hmm. you know, versus having a small amount of, like, say, for instance, I go back to Epcot, small amount of high-powered attractions that require fast passes and stuff to fully enjoy, you know, kind of a thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I I think he probably, the way he would have solved that is just build more quality attractions that this, uh, maybe some crowd gobbler attractions, or maybe just more attractions that would spread the crowd out even more so. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in, I don't. I wouldn't say he would. Uh, what's that? What's that Sea attraction that uh, that Sea park that does the? Um, they limit the number of people in the park. Like, oh, the Discovery small, Cove. Discovery Cove. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he'd go to that extent, but I definitely would think he he would. Uh, um, met, uh, maybe. Not make the capacity of the park so high to where it's like Mm -hmm. everybody can enjoy it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, without you know they they can enjoy it comfortably without stepping over people. That that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but the the whole fast pass. I mean, I I don't know if he'd be keen on that system. He might have thought of a different system or something else, maybe better. Not to say that fast pass is bad. But I don't know if he would be too keen on that one.
2: I agree with that. And from the standpoint of that, I do think there would be a lot more attractions if he was still around. Yeah, I, I don't think he would be like, okay, well, let, let, let's let analyze how many people we can get into this, how many people would eat up that. I think he would want as many attractions as he could imagine up that would um, entertain the public. So I do, I do
1: agree with you on that. Yeah. Can so- they... Have you, heard, have you heard you heard this uh, I don't know want to call it theory but the the line of thinking that the fast the original legacy fastpass system was in place so that guests could spend more money huh. they're spending less time in line thus they can spend money in the gift shops they can go eat things of that nature right mm-hmm. so in that way the fast pass system again he may not have approved of that as a system to make more money right because uh, right. you know I, I I will be the first to admit I'm not exactly a Disney historian. I, the planning side of it, the vacationing side of yeah. it, you know, that's where I, I really draw a lot of my inspiration. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big uh, trivia uh, person, so I don't know all the backstories of all the attractions right. and all the Disney trivia, and haven't read every book written on Walt Disney. So right. anyway, but you know, from my from my perspective, you know, he was all about it being a place that any family could visit and enjoy. Yeah. Whether you are, you know, a family with one kid or you're a family with three kids, you know, if you've got teenagers, if you've got, you know, toddlers and everything in between, it's a place where everyone can go and everyone can enjoy everything in the park. Right. So, you know, how would he feel about, let's just say, for example, Rock and Roller Coaster, or maybe to some degree Tower of Terror, that really is more of an adult. Or older children, you know things like that. Yeah. Not just that. Lee, you hit on something really interestingly.
2: How would he feel about these attractions that weren't created by Disney? Like Tower of Terror is a Twilight Zone. Um, you know, Rock and Roll Coaster more Aerosmith themed. Uh, Star right. Tours is Star Wars You know, Star Wars George George Lucas. How would he feel about those attractions being Avatar brought in? Avatar Land. Yeah.
0: Avatar <laughs> Land. Oh
3: dude <laughs> he brought it up he dropped, it. He dropped the avatar a bomb the A-bomb.
2: yeah the a bomb that's right yeah it, it was the 50th anniversary show <laughs> thing i'm feeling good
0: we can always bring up toy story mania Oh, <laughs> will you stop let's <laughs> hit them all man <laughs> but no that's a, that's
1: a really interesting point Leah. but I, if you uh, you know sidetrack side note here yeah. i think he would enjoy toy story mania because that is a ride that is an attraction oh, yeah, that's for the whole family. I yeah. think yeah. you know. I think that would be one he would uh, would approve of because it, in, it gets everyone involved and everyone can enjoy it. I think he'd enjoy computer animation. I think he'd he'd enjoy uh, the world of
2: Pixar. I think he'd be looking at Disney animation, like what 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 happened, guys, and or the, who knows, maybe he'd embrace Pixar and like, yeah, that was the wave of the future. Of course, two D had to go. Right. Uh, so there, th- there's that possibility as well. But um, you know, you can
0: almost take it far as like maybe he might not have fired. Uh, 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 what's the name of the guy that's running Pixar now? Uh, John Lasseter. John Lasseter. Yeah, he might not have fired John Lasseter if he was still around.
2: Possibly. Because the people
0: that he that left there that were left in charge, the old guys, were the ones that got rid of him. Yeah. From what I remember from looking at the story of Pixar, or whatever. Yeah. So uh, Walt might have seen the vision that that young. Uh, jungle Cruise skipper had and might have kept them on and we could have had a totally different
2: story you know could have been might. In cor- incorporating he wasn't that was what i heard like he was he was working on where the wild things are yeah yeah and they were working on 3d animation and, and uh, the old
0: guys they just said fall." you know they could fall to that and said, no this <laughs> th- that's not no that's not what we do here mm-hmm. that's not how it's gonna happen that's that's just you know just just future thinking yeah you know uh, he might he might have bought into that, and we, maybe we, we might not have a Pixar, and we might it's you know any, every Pixar movie that we have now might be just Walt Disney Pictures or something.
2: That's you, true. You know? Do you know you know what I think would tick him off. What's that? Um, grinds his gears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Walt Disney. You know what
0: grinds my gears?
2: <laughs> extra magic hours.
3: Really? Yeah.
2: I do. I think extra magic hours would tick him off. I used to, you know, if you read a lot of the stories about Disney, um, how Walt Disney liked. The parks were on. One of the famous stories I remember re- reading about and enjoying was um, at closing time, you know, like the popcorn vendors. Like, he caught a po- cop- popcorn vendor, like, it was like five minutes to closing. They had run out of popcorn and they weren't popping any more popcorn or right. something like that. Oh, yeah. And he got mad and he's like, No, you, you, until those doors close, we have to look like we're completely. Operational. Well, if you walk around in extra magic hours, it's like a ghost. Town. All the little vendors are closed. There's right. like a select amount of restaurants yeah. that are open. Yeah, that's true. It's it's like you're walking around a ghost town, and it doesn't feel like you're in a park. It it feels like you're doing Disney, but not really doing Disney. Yeah. You know, it doesn't quite have that kind of magical feel to it. And it, don't get me wrong; it's nice to be able to walk on attractions, and you just go. But it's not the same because so much is just closed down, and you're You're, you're walking around a park that's at
1: half. Capacity. Yeah. You're not getting the full blown Disney experience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're not seeing the
0: whole thing in motion. I guess you're not yeah. seeing
1: it the way it should be seen. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess by that
0: token, you could almost say the same thing about the the parties. You know, like the Halloween parties and and Christmas parties. Because not everything's open then either, right?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's hard for me to remember, but I'm going to say that you're probably right on that as well. Or it's a little bit more um, because they have a little bit more special events, like special uh, photo opportunities and stuff like that. You don't get anywhere else. Right. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, I would go along from that standpoint of that, that, that the, uh, which
1: little small vending shops are probably closed as well. Yeah. If, yeah. Or for that matter, how would he feel about certain guests having to leave at seven o'clock and oh, other right. guests getting yeah. to come in at seven o'clock? Yeah.
0: There's that, you yeah. know, and
1: I paid X amount of dollars for my ticket, right. but I have to leave at seven o'clock because I didn't pay more money for a party.
0: Yeah. I'd true. agree with that. This is true. Yeah. I, I totally agree with that. I mean, I don't. I don't. You know, I don't know how to refute that or comment. I mean, that's that's solid. You know, <laughs> that's absolutely right. I don't think he'd be keen to that at all. You know, just having a. Again, it goes back to like fast Fast Plus and My argument about alienating a certain, um, a bunch of people that go to his parks. You know, for for some, for another group that's willing to spend a little extra money to have. You know, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears> that's <throat> uh. You know, go back to the whole thing about attractions and places for people to uh enjoy for the whole family to enjoy that is um it's a defunct place but paradise oh what's the name of that uh um pleasure island Mm -hmm. you know would probably definitely be had been a place that walt would never have approved
2: really see i'd say he would have
0: yeah but you know after uh, after a certain time you know again there's the whole family can't enjoy it together
2: you you're absolutely right but i think like as long as that's
1: not a theme park
2: yeah, like, he had Club 23. I mean, well... Not uh, Club 33? Club 33, I'm sorry. Durr. Um. Yeah, he had Club 33 Uh. in terms of, uh, which call it, like an adult right. place for him and his adult friends to get together and, and enjoy. I mean, he was, a, he was a guy who smoked, he drank. I mean, yeah. he understood the need for adult vices. He just didn't want it happening in the Magic Kingdom or okay. in this place, Disneyland. But I can see him saying, of course we need like a little place where adults can go and have their fun as well. Yeah. I, I could see that
0: I could okay, now that, now that you mentioned that, I guess I could see him kind of digging that place mm-hmm. um
2: a little bit a little bit, I mean i yeah i I definitely think he would have enjoyed the adventurers club, yeah, oh God, yeah, 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 I mean he he had a fondness for music and storytelling name, who does it better, who did it better? I'm sorry, let me let me rephrase that right, who did it better than the adventurers club
0: yeah, this is true, yeah, you would know, you'd mm-hmm. absolutely know.
2: We think about Disney, you go and you go as family, but I mean, you know, the Adventurers Club also helped out with uh, not the tweens, but more the, um, you know, like when my wife and I would go when we were in our early 20s before we had kids. Yeah. You know, that was a great place to go. Pleasure Island was wonderful for us. That was the hmm. kind of vacation we wanted. Not everything has to be about the family. Sometimes you, know, you do want a little bit more adult style entertainment without going, you know, full vegas right you know right. you want to be able to have a little nice fun for the both of you so yeah i can definitely see him liking that hmm. um you know i think he
0: would have really liked the cruise ships yeah yeah i think it's a good i point. think you know because you know for the longest time their partner would premiere's big red boat and mm-hmm. other cruise ships like that back in the day uh i i, I think he would have gotten to the cruise ship idea sooner mm-hmm. <laughs> than the mm-hmm. company i would have you know he, he i'm sure at one point he was said you know what uh, I don't even know if he would have partnered up with some people. You know, he might have said, you know, I want a cruise ship. I want something yeah. where I can – and he might have just done it right off the bat on his own without having partnered with, any like, Premier and the Big Red Boat and all that kind of business, right, you right. know. Um, but, yeah, as, as the cruise ship is right now, I think he he would have loved it, you know, the way it's all set up and mm-hmm. um, all the different opportunity uh, uh, experiences that you can have on board and the private island kind of a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Was, I. I've been, like I said, I've only been on a Disney cruise once, but it was enough to really, you know, convince me that this is really neat. You know, this is uh, definitely something special than your run-of-the-mill cruise ship mm-hmm. kind of thing that you have out there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he would have loved Castaway K. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Castaway Cay, <laughs> yeah. And it probably would have been three or four times bigger than it is right now.
0: Yeah. It's like his own little mini canvas in the middle of a, a body of water, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like he has his big canvas in Florida. And it has a little mini canvas off to the sides, like, hey, do whatever you want with this, you know, <laughs> and have at it. And it's a great little place, yeah. you know, great little place. Again, place for every family to enjoy kind of stuff, you know, every member, or even if you're just a couple, you can enjoy it. You know, it's just, it's really, really neat. You know, really, really neat.
1: Two, two so, things. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Link. Okay. Um, I think he would really have enjoyed the resorts. When you think about how much there is to do for the family at the resorts that's free. Yeah. All the activities Mm -hmm. that go around the pools and in Wilderness Lodge and uh, all that stuff that as a family, you don't have to pay even to go to the park. You could spend a whole day at your resort enjoying those things. And again, the the incredible theming, especially of the deluxe resorts that really take you into a whole different world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he would definitely have uh, approved of that.
2: On that vein, and this is one of the questions I was about ready to ask, what do you think he would think of? DVC. There you go. DVC. Yeah, I uh, thought that too. Would Is that... Uh- At first, I thought that he would probably d- dislike it, but then again, isn't the DVC the closest thing that you can come to his experimental prototype community of tomorrow, where people actually have an owner ownership and living interest in a disney park i mean now you can make that celebration Mm -hmm. in florida i mean you can make that argument as well but i mean okay on on actual resort property in the the sense that you know theme parks right over there i mean isn't dvc the closest that you could have come to that where you have the monorails transportation and uh all the services that would go along with living in a place i mean couldn't you make that argument that the dvc represents somewhat i don't think that was quite what he was looking for but isn't that the closest that they closest came? thing
0: to like living almost living on property kind of thing yeah you had the full kitchen and all that of, kind of business to have yes. that experience
2: and 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 i kind of see that yeah technically you don't own it but you have an ownership interest in it yeah so you kind of live there
0: yeah you kind of act like you're living there with a the grocery i know we do mm-hmm. I mean, we would the first thing we do when we get there and we'll do that in mardi gras you know i, I got my DVC the thing booked for that. We'll, we'll go grocery shop and load up the fridge, and we're set for the week, kind mm-hmm. of a thing, you know.
2: Mom, and and the, and the second thing I was going to say with regards yeah. to uh, going a different direction, you know what I think he would really, really, really like. What's that? Is the plusing of attractions like what you've seen with the Haunted Mansion? Oh, with the cues? Yeah. Well, not just the cues, but I mean, just keeping adding to it in the sense yeah. of you, the cues, the, the endless uh, hallway, I mean, the, um, the endless stairways, yeah. scenes, uh, the scenes with the hitchhiking go switching your heads at the end. Um, you know, the, what you got the bride now, she transform. I mean, you could see her face and yep. yeah, what you got the axe shows up. Um, I think he would love that kind of thing because he was always into plussing the attractions. Yeah. That famous story about the Jungle Cruise where people are like, well, we've already seen it. Him overhearing that and right. like, we need to add to it. And they added to it. And I think he would love the fact that they added now on the Piranha yeah. part of that attraction. And the, um, well, not in Disney World, but in Disneyland. In Disney uh, World, uh, which got because they added the. Um
0: Wait, you're talking about Haunted Mansion?
2: No, no, no. I talking <clears throat> about the Jungle Cruise. Um, the little scene they added on with the Jungle Cruise, what was it? They didn't get the piranha, but what did they get when they when they just recently redid it? I mean, I'm just added point kind of stuff, obviously. Yeah. But I'm I'm blanking.
0: Well, while you're thinking about it, um, what I think he would have also, I mean, just to envelop everything, the whole scene one concept with the interactive cues, you know, uh, and maybe not, not necessarily all the interactive cues, but like the Dumbo cue or line or waiting system or whatever else. I think he would have done dug that whole scene one concept to it, you know, where even when you're in line, cuz you know at Disneyland it wasn't exactly like that. You had switchbacks all over the place. Mm-hmm. And it's still kind of like that right now. But like with uh, modern rides or even retrofitted rides where you you once you step in line to experience the attraction, you're already pretty much immersed into the story. Mm-hmm. You know, so to speak. So kind of like the Haunted Mansion a little play, interactive queue area. You're already immersed into the whole atmosphere of the haunted mansion and the playful spooks and all that kind of business. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> they haven't really done anything with pirates or Caribbean, but what's another good queue attraction? Um, another good you know, queue. I guess I, I guess I should specify. Um, I think he would have dug the interactive cues that actually add to the story, mm-hmm. as opposed to the ones that are kind of like video games. I guess, like Space <laughs> Mountain <laughs> or Soarin
1: yeah you yeah, there, there's a difference between keeping you busy right and keeping you in the story in the story right yeah
0: yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm glad I decided to specify that because yeah there probably made some interactive cues where he probably would have dug because it's like well we he probably would have done more with it you know, maybe design the games to fit in with whatever or something or maybe even or maybe just scrap the whole video game thing and just really come up with a good scene one concept for the attraction. That was getting retrofitted, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, What's another one? I'm trying to. Oh, uh, um, um, uh, Expedition Everest. The yeah,
2: he'd hate Disco Yeti. Well, he'd hate.
0: He would have had Disco Yeti fixed. Yes, you know. And from what I hear, they are fixing him. I think. (laughs) I think, but anyway, that's that's not the point. But that whole that whole queue area, the queue line where you're walking through the the, the the What's you call that? The adventure pack things where you know where you go through their their, um, their offices and all that kind of business, the, the tours, the, the expedition Everest mm. tours kind yeah. of thing, and you see all that. I think he would have dug those kind of cues, and lines and everything else, you know.
2: Yeah, that kind of added to the story. No, I see what you're saying there.
0: Yeah, so he really would have. I think he really would have dug that. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think he would have dug the and uh, at Disneyland he would have loved the maintenance. Yeah. At While Disney World I think he would have uh, you know had some managers next as far as maintenance and cleanliness and stuff you mm-hmm. know um i think he, would, he would, it would i think if he was still around walt disney world would be just as pretty as disneyland yeah you know at this point in time
1: <clears throat> so if you want to open a can of worms what do you feel he would think about the level of cast members and their level of customer service in today's day and age Ooh, hmm wow
0: you know, it's funny. I've I've heard stories of how cast members are and stuff. I've yet to experience it. I should say. Sure. So absolutely. I don't know firsthand.
1: I have yet that. to run into a bad cast member. Yeah, I'll I'm, say I'm that. The,
0: I'm the same way. I have yet to do that. Danny, have you? Yes, you have. I have. Okay,
2: I have run into somebody who just was not interested in in being there or doing their job. Yeah. Um but it's the rarity not the norm um right and you know everybody you know hey you never know everybody has a bad day right so i mean generally i don't go seek out the first person i can find to complain about the guy or 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 the girl in this case it was a girl um but yeah i generally i don't go out to to do that um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i've experienced bad customer service over there before yeah absolutely so
1: to take it to a different level, do you think that the level of customer service that a cast member gave in the original park is as good as we think it is? or Are we just looking at it from, if you want to call it rose-colored glasses, or what we feel nostalgia, no, so to speak?
2: I, I don't. Do think you think
1: that the level of service back then is better, worse, different? Is it to the standard that is? Does it, it to the standard now that Walt would have wanted? I, back then
2: i i believe and this is just me and i might be wrong i believe that it's it's different and perhaps worse and and not that i i i, I can't speak for what it was like during his time but i can speak what it was like maybe 15 years ago when yeah. we used to go or, or 10 years ago when we first started really going and wherever you went you heard have a magical day yeah now you might hear it once but there was like you heard it every time when right. you were there and and you heard it from people both young and old whereas now i see uh, more young people there than i do older people yeah. and the older people i see there you don't really see too many people who are of um like you don't see too many people there who who have kind of stuck around for a long period of time right you see people who seem like they've been on the job for about a year and they're going to be here for about another year right. or so before they complete what they're going to do and move on, but I don't think you see anybody making a career working in the, in the parks. parks. I, I don't see that as much.
0: Well, I could say this is like, I think it's, I think it's up to the standard to which they have made me accustomed to. So to speak, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it was like then, but if there was a decrease in customer service at a very small incremental level from then to now, um, my, I guess my standard would be skewed by the fact that since I started going, that's what I see as like a standard of a Disney service, which is still up to a pretty high par. But whether my standard that I've grown accustomed to because of what they presented, uh, in relation to what it was back then, I'm not sure where it stands, you know. I'm not, it might be somebody. Uh, an older podcaster or a listener or something like that, that remembers back this customer service back in the day may have a better idea than I would. You know, mm-hmm. I'm from eighties, I guess from this eighties well, when I can remember going to the parks eighties early uh, late seventies, eighties till now <clears throat> um, I've seen a, a, I guess a minute decrease in how the customer service is. But it's not enough to discourage me, so to speak, kind of thing. It's not like I'm seeing a major leap and jump from then till now, you know. But then again, it's only because that may be what I'm accustomed to now.
2: Well, maybe, or, or maybe it, it's it's slightly decreasing a little bit at a time, so that way the transition is barely noticeable.
0: Well, exactly, that's the thing. It's like you know when they when they stop painting little things on like waste baskets or stop, you know, they're not emptying the trash as really as often. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a group of generation of kids that grew up with that particular standard for Disney. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, you know, I, I know when I grew up, like in the '80s and stuff, I knew there was. I, over, I hardly ever saw like an overflowing can or a, a large amount of trash in the street. Not that I see a large amount now, but it's not as readily picked up or not as quickly picked up. And granted, there's much more people to go through Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. I know that's a heck of a monumental task as compared to Disneyland, which has uh, a smaller footprints, uh, smaller areas to which to keep clean, which is a little bit easier for those cast members. Um but at the same time my, uh, you know what's been set to my standard may be different to the kids now which are growing up with a totally what seems like a totally different standard which is different to us
2: yeah you know, i'll say this like i remember going there like i said 14 15 years ago and being like you know wherever you went it was like have a magical day have a magical day. Yeah. and the customer service seemed to be right on point but at the same time i also remember there being a lot of dead space like um you would walk through the parks and there was the old um you know skyway entrance yeah. and exit you would see those buildings they were just abandoned right or you'd walk by the old Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea lagoon with nothing in it oh yeah, yeah. as you were waiting to see what they were going to do with that right whereas now it seems like they've made use of all available space like there's not any time when you walk through there and you're like what's that what was that supposed to be or what what's that going to be or yeah. why what is why is that there mm. you don't see so much of that anymore in the magic kingdom i will say that Now,
0: I did live through that. Like, I remember when the Skyway was there, and every pretty much uh, the space that they used has been active. And then I also lived through the time when, you know, the Skyway is sitting there, just abandoned, just sitting there empty, um, where Discovery Island is just sitting there empty, where uh, River Country is sitting there empty. I don't think Walt would have approved of that. Oh, I agree with said, that. He would said, "Let's come up with a new story. Let's fix this now. Let's get this done." Because mm-hmm. uh, you know that uh, it almost turns into like bad show. Yeah, you know when you have just an abandoned building, at least retheme it, redecorate, do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the fact that you remember that as you know a lot of dead space, you know, I don't think he would have dug that at all.
2: And I don't think Captain Eel would be running to this day. <laughs> 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 he, would have, he, he would have come up with
0: something better. I think I he would have nixed that by yeah. now. I think
2: it would have said, okay, that had its time. And then there was nostalgia after he passed away. But now, I mean, that would be like bringing the timekeeper back now. Right. I mean, is right. that the next step? You're like, okay, well, Robin, Robin's Robin now passed. Now, but let's bring back Timekeeper for a little bit to, as a homage to Robin. I I wouldn't mind that, actually. (laughs) No, I wouldn't either. To be quite honest with you, I'd rather that than Captain Neo.
0: Okay, to kind of wrap up this particular part of Hub, we're going to kind of go through each park and give kind of a thumbs up, thumbs down thing of whether uh, or not Walt would have approved of what's going on at this moment in time. Um, So since we already discussed Epcot to a a greater extent, um, what do you guys think uh, as far as Epcot goes? Thumbs up, thumbs down?
1: For me, Walt says thumbs down. Thumbs
0: down? Mm hmm. And I think, Danny, you'd already mentioned thumbs down. I, I would what say kind of thumbs
2: sense? down as well. I, I would think that because it's not what he labeled Epcot to be. Now, if he saw what it became and, and it was called something other than Epcot, he might not have so much of a problem with the idea of doing a world showcase type of park. But I do think he would have been a little bit more intricate and, and, and having a little bit more of a, uh, an attraction per. Um, per country than what you see in the world, Chocos, and I think Future World would have just—I don't think he would ever even that—that that belonged in Tomorrowland. Yeah, you know, so I, I think he would have kind of done that, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm with Lee on that one. Thumbs down.
0: Yeah, I'm the same way. Thumbs down. I think. Um they might have been two separate parks or mm-hmm. anything two separate gates or uh, or he might have created it to where the story was a little bit more cohesive mm-hmm. between the two areas yeah, or he may it may not even it may, could be even two different areas mm-hmm. you know so i would definitely agree yeah thumbs down for epcot as it is okay um so we're going to the studios is that studios or animal kingdom
1: Studio sounds good. Let's go
0: to the studio. So, what do we think of uh, Walt's opinion regarding the studios? What do you, uh, And I guess we're good. let's go with as it stands right now. Yeah, as it stands and, right
1: now, uh-huh. I'd say no.
2: It says right now, no. I think, I think this would be the one that infuriated him the most because this is the most connected to what he did for a living. Right. And And he would be most furious by, by, by that. I mean, because A, the park has lost its identity. We all know that. It's not a working movie studio anymore. It's more of a hodgepodge of things. Right. Attractions are there that have long since, I mean, Indiana Jones has long since needed to go. Uh, American Idol opened up way past, yeah, <laughs> way past the time it needed to. Uh, the 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 Great American movie, I mean Great American Great Movie Ride has uh, has just sat there, no updates, no nothing. That's grown stale. Um, yeah, it's basically Pixar Place and. Uh, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster. It's really yeah. what it is. It's all it represents, and that has nothing to do with the original. Oh, he'd have a huge, huge problem with this.
0: You know, as an aside, uh, well, let me, let me say my thing. Uh, I'll probably say no as it stands right now. Uh, I think he would uh, really make it uh, a main goal for the Imagineers to come up with a story that would work for that park and Mm -hmm. make it happen. He would enforce change a lot quicker for that one so it doesn't sit so long as it is. Mm -hmm. Now, with that being said, do you think he would have approved the hat? Oh. (laughs) 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 You know, because my opinion is I don't think he would have approved the hat, but then I think he would have had a better rapport with the the man Chinese theater people.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, I don't even know that he would have picked the Chinese theater. I think he would have come up with his own thing. I don't think that he would have done that. I don't well, think he was of
0: Chinese theater motif. Yeah, yeah, I
2: just don't think he would have. I think he would have come up with his own thing. Whether something it had like been yeah? like a, um, hmm? I think there would be more of
1: the Sunset Boulevard feel. Yeah, I mm-hmm. can see
0: that. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see that. I wonder. I get well, yeah. With with what Tower of Terror or something like being his weenie in the center. Mm, or maybe something, something else.
2: Maybe something similar to that. I I, I could see that uh, being used, but um. Oh gee, I don't know. I, I think um, you know, and I know we've had this conversation before about different yeah. different things you could replace that hat with. I don't, I, you know, I just don't think the movie theater works anymore. Yeah. Um. Even if you remove, even if you remove the hat and just leave the movie theater there, I just don't think it works. Right. Or maybe it never did. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think there were other ways you could have gone with it, and and none of um. None of it's coming to mind right now, unfortunately. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's late, but I, I know we just we've done this before. Um, yeah, I'm blanking, Kev. I, I, I had an idea for what the center of it would have been at one point in time, and now I can't remember what it was.
0: Oh, it's okay. That's okay. Probably like a big Oscar or something, <laughs> and a bunch of little Oscars. Yeah, this is a weenie, kind of like the tree of life.
2: I just I don't think he would have. Um, I don't. I don't think he would have just did uh, a reproduction of a. The movie theater. I think it, right. it, would, it would have been something original, and, and or if not original, something Disney-related in some kind of a way.
1: Um,
0: yeah, he would have found the story, I think, very fast to mm-hmm. rep, replace the whole um, working backlot thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if it's not, still not a working studio, maybe that's not a realistic uh, expectation for this park, but yeah. I think he would have found a way to tie in more Disney animation, uh, Pixar animation. Things that are, as you had said before, not going outside. You know, uh, Aerosmith has nothing to do with uh, with movies and the movie industry at all. Right. Uh, Star Wars, I think, still fits in there. That's a big time uh, movie franchise. But at the same time, it's now it's not. But at the time, it would have been an outside company. Right. Um, You know. Again, now that we now that we (laughs) now that Disney owns it. uh you know maybe it ties in better but i I would think he would do a lot more of tying in to disney animation uh and and pixar animation and, and and actual house brand so to speak
0: yeah yeah um all right with that being said let's let's go on to animal animal kingdom what do you think of that fourth gate
1: I think he would like it. I do too. I think yeah. he really
0: yeah. would.
2: It's amazing. Yeah. We we've all like uh, you too? Yeah, I agree. I think
3: uh, he would like it. So.
2: The only the only caveat to that, I do think he would have had land of imaginary animals.
3: Yeah,
0: he would have uh, he would, he would uh, have Beast the it called? kingdom. Beast kingdom, yeah. I,
2: I think I think he would have um I think he would have gagged over uh um, land that thank you
0: that only yeah. that,
2: that little carnival at Chester and Hester I think he would have gagged over that 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 may be the only thing I can think of though but that, I think
0: uh, he would have really liked uh countdown to extinction I think he would have and yeah. i think
2: he would have taken down land and did a little bit more with it and I think he would have put a, a land in there of mythical a beastly kingdom that would have been opened on the first day yeah I absolutely think that in in, in those two things I, were the only things I can think of where he really yeah. would have uh, made major alterations. Other than that, I think he would have really loved it.
0: Yeah, he would have really liked that. And Count, he would have hated uh, Avatar Land. Oh, yeah. Um, th- I think he would have really enjoyed the uh, ride system for Countdown, as well as Indiana Jones and Disneyland. Yeah, To have an animated ride vehicle, you know, he would almost like a, it's almost pretty much like an animatronic ride vehicle. I think he would have really dug that concept mm-hmm. and I think he would have done more with it. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's only like two rides that have that system you know, Indiana, Indiana Jones and Disneyland and Count Dock's extension here. I think he would have spread that around a little bit more and come up with different ways, different ride vehicles that fit that same kind of chassis to really make and enhance the attraction experience, you know? Um.
1: <clears throat> oh, and I, I think a, too, yeah. you know, the, the whole immersiveness of that park mm-hmm. is you, you really can't downplay that. No. Uh, you may yeah. like certain aspects of the park more than others, but that that is a very uh, as you said before, the studios is not very cohesive right mm-hmm. It's definitely you know what the the story is about that park right right um, so I think that alone would have been um, you know and, and, and how ambitious is that park uh, when you think about the space, yeah, the care of all the animals and things like that I mean that's a pretty ambitious project yeah uh, in and of itself to, to think that you're gonna a be able to give these, Uh, animals quality of life. Yeah. uh, And at the same time, uh, be part of the entertainment, so to speak. So that would have been something I think that would have been very uh, thinking outside the box, something that only only Walt would have thought of.
0: Yeah. That whole trance. Yeah. Like you said, getting immersed, you know, you get transported into that world. I mean, I don't know, but y'all, when I drive up to that park, if I didn't see the tree of life, I wouldn't even know that sucker existed there. You know, until I got to the parking lot. Because when you drive, when you're coming down that road and you see all the trees and stuff and then, all you know, it's like, okay, it looks like the rest of the property kind of. But then you start seeing the tree of life and it's like, oh, okay, there's actually a theme park there. You know, it, it's, the way that it just kind of blends into the background. It's just amazing, you know, and the way it's—it's kind of like when you're going through the Magic Kingdom or Disneyland, and you get that reveal, like the—the opening of the curtains, you know. You get that reveal when you go underneath the train tracks. This is the same kind of thing for me as far as Animal Kingdom. I mean, when you come, uh, when you get into the, um, um, when you get into the parking lot, yeah, you start to notice you're in a park. But when you walk through the Oasis, and once you get through the Oasis to that little bridge, and everything just kind of opens up, it's like, man, you're in a different world now. That's kind of like a, that, uh, a hearkening back to the whole curtain thing. He would have really enjoyed that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to the big park, I want to throw this question to you. What would you think of his opinion on all the princess meet-and-greet or character meet-and-greet areas where you see him just in one spot hmm. versus roaming around like they were back in his day? Do you think he would have approved for that
2: thing? The meet-and-greet areas? Yeah.
0: Meet and greets, like princess fairy tale, all that kind of business where, you know, you go see a bunch of princesses in one or the one in Epcot that's in...
1: So, the real question is efficiency versus magic. Mm -hmm. Because there's nothing more magical than walking down Main Street and running into a character.
0: Right, exactly.
1: But how many millions of people are going through this park per day? Right. And I mean, let's face it. That's not not realistic, you know? Yeah. I think you do... I think he would appreciate the fact that you're going to have more people be able to enjoy those princesses and those characters yeah. in this current system yeah. than if they just perchance happened upon them. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he would really like it, but I think given the circumstances, what other choice do you have?
0: Right. I think if he would have done it, he probably would have themed some of them a little better. Mm-hmm. like for instance sure. say like in disneyland they have mickey's house mickey and minnie's house you want to go meet mickey we'll go to his house mm-hmm. you go to his house you go through his living room his kitchen you know his little garage his filming area and also before you know it, there's mickey you know you get to mm-hmm. go visit him you know so i mean that's so same more, thing with
1: Minnie. more story time with bell uh those type of yeah setups. I think, yeah
0: yeah i think if he was going to do meet and greets like that instead of just like uh What's the one? There's one in Animal Kingdom where it's, it, there's barely any story. You just get in line, go through a little key area, and boom, there it is. There's a couple of princesses or whatever, um, or there's a Mickey. I can't remember. Which. It's right across from the the, the uh, cream cheese stuffed jalapeno pretzel <laughs>
1: cart. <laughs> there's our landmarks. It's yeah, that's
0: that's <laughs> what I remember because there's a cart that does that jalapeno cheese pretzel thing.
2: Princess
0: related? In princess? Animal Kingdom? Maybe it's not princess. Maybe it's Mickey or I can't remember what it is. Um, it's a meet and greet area there's a
2: whole little area where you go down and, like that boat launch uh, I thought that's what you were talking about at first no
0: no no not that one yeah I know what you're talking about but not that one that's a different one yeah I don't know I can't think of it anyway but yeah that one's I think could probably be better there's no mm-hmm. I mean you just go to this little hut looking thing and then boom you meet some characters and then you're out the door
1: yeah. I, I think uh, that um, is it in camp. Is it in Camp Minnie Mickey?
0: No, it's on the other side of that. Um, well, you're, it's like on your way to Expedition Everest. <laughs> well, let's move on to the main park, the the first one that was built on that property, and that would be Walt Disney World. No, just kidding. Um, the, no. the actual Magic Kingdom.
1: That's the one with Harry Potter, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Harry Potter and Diagon Alley, and uh, some dolphins and Shamu. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the Magic Kingdom, Walt thumbs up as it stands right now. Walt thumbs up. Walt thumbs down.
1: I gotta say thumbs up. I would say, okay. and okay, not comparing it to Disneyland. Correct. Okay. In, in and of its own entity, yes. Not better than, worse than Disneyland. Just the Magic Kingdom. Period. Point blank. I would say yes. He would be. He would be fine with it.
2: Yeah. I would say a tentative uh, thumbs up, just because I, I don't think you would have a... I think you would look at the Magic Kingdom in Disney World and say, this is a lesser version of what we have in Disneyland, but with a, big, a better castle. A better castle? Yes. I think that's... I mean, because everything else that they have in Disneyland is a little bit more intricate, a little bit more... Um, uh there's more attractions to see there's more things to to experience from the standpoint of um you're not you're not walking so far to go ahead and, and, and see a ride when you do see a ride you get more bang for your buck in disneyland my my opinion and i don't know that he would be great on the idea of redoing himself yeah you know what i'm saying i'm like i think he would accept it for what it is which is a version of a, a lesser version of disneyland with a better castle right no Matterhorn, no submarines, um, no Indiana Jones. Uh, there's so many other things that they had in Disneyland that doesn't exist in, in the Disney World version of the Magic Kingdom. And maybe a lot of that's because like you know, like a Star Tours is not available um, in the, in the Magic Kingdom in in disney world whereas it's available in disneyland or right. um but I, you know i think he would i don't think he would sit here and say it's a terrible park or it's a park with fundamental problems like hollywood studio has or epcot has right you know um but i do think he would sit there and say well all we did was what we already did and we did a lesser version of it
0: even with a new fantasy area Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Even with the new Fantasyland area, I mean, the new Fantasyland area is nice, but I think he would know instinctively. I mean, the, the idea was is, you know, a park where everyone could could go there and have fun. The new Fantasyland area is just exclusively for for little girls. Yeah. I think he would have been more like, well, "Where's the stuff for little boys? Where right. Where do you get to? You know, have that kind of fun." And uh, I don't know that new Fantasyland really. I mean, to me, new Fantasyland, especially if you've been the um, Disneyland California, you'd already kind of done Mermaid Disneyland. Uh, I'm sorry. I now I mean, let me let me say this. I have not done the new Snow White and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Right. Yet. So I mean, and and that's a that's a key. Um, that's a key experience that, that that you should be able to do. But I mean the new fantasy land beyond that for me was a was a restaurant that was tough to get into. Yeah. That, still I is. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I didn't even know that was all that worth the wait. I right. mean it was nice, but I mean, come on. Uh The Mermaid, which I'd already experienced in California. Right. Um, a Beauty and the Beast story time with Belle thing that I never even—that's tough to get into. <laughs> uh, maybe tough, to get, and, and I never really wanted to experience that to uh, to, to begin with. Right, and then what?
0: Dumbo. The whole Dumbo area? Yeah,
2: okay. You have Dumbo, but and then next to Dumbo is a second Dumbo. And then a, you know, an area for the kids where the kids get to go. I mean, the whole idea of Disney World was a place where you know parents and kids could play together. The whole idea of that little interactive queue in Dumbo was where parents can sit down and the kids can go play. Right. Um so yeah, I, I don't know that the new fantasyland area would have done much for anything. but they haven't said that I haven't done the new the new coaster over there yet? Yeah. So I I'll reserve opinion on that, but um, yeah. Beyond that, I just I, you know I don't know I don't know that he would be again I can't say he would sit there and say there's something fundamentally wrong with it. He'd just be like, okay, we copied what we did, right? And we did a lesser version of it. We right. just have a better castle.
0: Yeah. Um. I th- in and of itself the Magic Kingdom I would say uh, thumbs up. Um. In the fact that he would probably say yeah okay this is a good start. And he probably would quickly plus it and make it even better than what it is now. And, you know, kind of loaded up chock full. I don't know if he would have packed it in as much as he did in Disneyland. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he
1: I, did. You know, I think actually he would, in, and I, I, maybe I'm wrong about this, but didn't he want to have that space? Yeah. You know, to do more.
0: Yeah. That's know, exactly which,
1: right. Which you can't do at Disneyland.
0: Yeah. Well, from what I remember, the. Uh, he wanted a, an exorbitant amount of space so that he could really immerse his guests into the world mm-hmm. he didn't want to get hemmed in or surrounded by a growing city or a metropolis or something like that mm-hmm. so uh he wanted to make sure he had a land big enough to where if he were to build disneyland again like you wouldn't be taken away by seeing like if you're on a monorail seeing like anaheim right on the other side of the wall or something else <laughs> kind of a thing um but as far as the space yeah i think he would a- enjoy the space um But at the same time, I think he might have, if he saw an available piece of space, he might use that to paint an even bigger picture or something, maybe, or detail it or plus it, as you like to say, instead of uh, seeing him. I don't know. Now that I think about it, he probably would have enjoyed the space because he just has so much of it.
1: All right. Well, think about it this way. As it is this right now, if Walt walked in today, what would he say? This has got to go. That's got to go. Stitch. In Magic Kingdom? In Magic Kingdom. Stitch. Stitch. Yeah. Tomorrowland Speedway, maybe. I mean... And mm-hmm. I don't even know that he would get rid of that. Well, that's I think... Class, it, that's a classic. If he attraction. did it, I
2: think he, he would be like, okay, guys, come on, let's... We can go a little faster than this, can't we? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I,
0: th- I think Walt would have gotten rid of it in lieu of something better. He's like, okay, I think we're past this now.
2: Yeah, either past it or, yeah, I, I would agree in the sense of saying, you know, yeah, you can. Heck, he
0: might, he might have done the Tron light cycles for all of you. You know, <laughs> an attraction <laughs> yeah, like that. That'd, that'd be great. You want to ride a vehicle? There you go.
1: I mean, I'm just looking at Fantasyland. I don't see anything here that in my, you know, my imagination that it has to go.
2: In Fantasyland? In
1: Fantasyland, new Fantasyland. Anything that just is like, this is garbage, this has to go away. I think, I, can I tell you this? I think that in, in this day and age, where we're
2: 2014, I think it would have said, okay, guys, you got one Dumbo, two Dumbos, you got a Magic Carpet ride, and you have an Astro Orbiter. How many rides do you need that's they go lifts around guests in circle. up and around and, and spin them around in a
1: circle? Yeah, like, you got
2: Magic Carpet's Aladdin, too.
0: Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so,
1: so but, but Dumbo would stay, I would say. Yeah, I'll okay. those Dumbo three would yeah. Stay, yeah. Dumbo would stay magic carpets can go away, Astro Orbiter can go away. I think you would have had more dark rides
2: based upon movies. Like I think Alice would have been over there mm-hmm. by now. Um I don't think Mr. Toad would have had to go. I don't even know that yeah. twenty thousand leagues under the sea would be gone by now.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been replaced by like uh, a better uh, version, version of it. Version of, of it, yeah. yeah. He might have, or he might have done the whole Nemo replacement. Who knows? Yeah. You know, he might it might have modernized it more, I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. But you know, and just being honest, okay, what would go? Maybe the Swiss Family Robinson treehouse. That's nice, but how many people really get caught up sure. in that? You know, it, it's almost like a nice little thing. To look over there. So oh, there's the treehouse. That's house. three.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um. We said Stitch. That's four. Okay. Anything else? Maybe Monsters Inc.
2: The Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, I think, yeah, I, I can see him getting rid of that. I'm gonna say so this: the
0: five, the massive Emporium. Oh God! I think that, he would have kept Main Street great. a bunch of different shops like he originally wanted to have, that's, instead of like, because if you look at the whole left side, all the way up to Casey Juniors, it's, I mean, the it's a, a huge, big old Emporium.
2: You're absolutely right. That's ex. Th- thank you. That is yeah. something that he would, and that is something that also Disneyland is kind of like that now, but nowhere near. No, not the magnitude that yeah, is, yeah, where it's just one big homogenous store. I mean, you
0: still have the Penny Arcade out in Disneyland. You yeah, the Magic Shop. And stuff the Magic like
2: Shop's still there. That was cool to go see that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Okay. So. Uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to take a look at this map here, and I think the little carpets in Aladdin would have gone away. I, I, I just don't think there's any point in doing that. Like I said, you got you got Dumbo, you got the Astro Orbiter. I mean, maybe let let's say you leave Dumbo, but the Astro Orbiter, okay. I think um I think our small world would have been a little bit more like their small world. Uh, Outside more, maybe outside a little bit more intricate, a little bit more of the uh, characters kind of woven in, kind of make it again plus the attraction. He's very big. He used to be very big on plusing the attraction. I think you would have seen that a little bit more. Oh, I see what you mean. Not on the inside more so than the outside. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, that that was one of the things. I mean, same thing with Philharmagic. I think by now, with all the other movies, I mean, Frozen should be a part of Philharmagic by now. Right. Um. Would he have liked Frozen? Huh? Do you think Walt would have liked Frozen? sure why not yeah i mean
1: yeah why not he would have liked frozen
2: i think he would have liked it
1: i don't know (laughs) know, i'm undecided i'm 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 50 50 on it i think (laughs) and hopefully i don't get kicked out of disney community for this (laughs) i think frozen is not as good as everyone thinks it is no, no, you're not. You're not telling people it's who really that. not yeah. as good as everyone. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, there's it's a, there's a good there, movie, yeah. but it's yeah. it's not a Beauty and the Beast. It's not a Little Mermaid. I, right. I, Just now, I may have made more money, but right. storyline, and I would even say, you know, uh, I don't know what the right word is I'm looking for, but down the line, ten years from now, twenty years from now. I think people will still enjoy Little Mermaids. People will still enjoy Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know they're going to enjoy Frozen as much as they do now. I have
2: tried for the longest time to coin the, the phrase Frozen fatigue, yeah. wh- which, is, which is what I have when it comes to Frozen. And um, I really do. I remember I'll never forget Kevin and I going to go see Frozen together. And I walked out of there thinking to myself, I saw an average movie. Didn't expect all the singing, but there were songs in there. That's cool, kind of reminiscent of an of an older, uh, which called Disney movie um, experience. But it it didn't necessarily resonate with me. Where I think Frozen found its audience at was on home video, right? Where all the parents went and bought these videos for their child, and they just played them over and over again because children will watch the same thing over and over and over and over again and i'll never forget when frozen came out you can go to any store and find all the merchandise and and stuff that you wanted to but when that video came out and 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 it started being introduced and people started watching it over and over and over again that let it go song got ingrained in their brain yeah um that was the end of it (laughs) that was when really it started to take off and i don't know that it'll ever reach that level again i think that this is one of those things we need to capitalize now uh, if they're gonna make anything of yeah. this, because it really, I think it's gonna go away and it's gonna. wait. I think it already has. You and I've talked about it. We've got um, yeah. young daughters. I know my one of my friends that I talk to all the time. His neighbors, young daughters, totally in the frozen. And now just prefer other. Then then they're not anti frozen, but they yeah. they've moved on to other things. If you bring frozen back into their lives, they're like, oh, Anna, Elsa. But then then they'll be like, well, where's so and so. And and they're not um, as caught up into it as they used to be. Right.
0: You know, you know my you know how many times we I think I remember watching Frozen this summer with my girls? <laughs> Once. Really? That was on the drive out to California. Can you believe that? Mm, yeah, wow. You know what they're watching now over and over? <laughs> huh? Up. Wow. Yeah, they love Up. They're watching it, it's in the car, it's constantly playing. You know, it's back in the house, it's constantly playing. Mhm. You know, it's up, and then the Tinkerbell movies. I mean, well, yeah, the little short story movie kind of things.
2: Yeah, you enjoy, which I enjoy.
0: They're they kind of neat. You know, my,
2: my daughter found Peppa Pig, and that was the end of Frozen.
0: Yeah, my little one watches Peppa Pig a lot. Yeah, Bubble Guppies and Jake. Oh, and Bubble Guppies is big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: but um, my see, she used to like Bubble Guppies, and now like Bubble Guppies is on. She's like, I want to watch Peppa Pig. Oh,
0: Team Umizoomi too. <laughs> umi was a big one, yeah, at one point in still time. On, yeah. yeah it's still on in the house but yeah they've been watching up like like if you go to my wife's van right now it's it's in the player
2: my daughter ratatouille big ratatouille fan oh really loves ratatouille oh
0: that's pretty neat yeah that's pretty neat um all right to kind of close out the segment i'm gonna throw this one little thing um and it kind of deals with what we're doing here right now at this moment i think what would have been a podcaster <laughs> you know, any way to disseminate his ideas and his views. And if he discovered the fan community was doing something like that, I think he'd even want to jump on board and be part of it. Um, if you think about it back in the day, I know when I grew up in the 80s and stuff or early 80s, um, I think Michael Eisner took the reins and he had the, the Sunday thing with the Wonder World of Disney business. I don't think I don't know if he called it that. He, but it was something like that. But Disney had Sunday evenings starting at six o'clock. And then Walt kind of did the same thing back in the day, you know? So he he, he would want to say his piece or speak or anything else and um, use the internet. I mean, he might even, even uh, release it as a, sh- a podcast stream like we're doing it now. He might have just had it a video on his website just streaming that you can pull up on any device that you have just to kind of say, speak to the people that are out there. We will probably see more presence from the higher ups in that respect on all kind of forms of social media kind of thing. Hmm. Don't you think?
1: Uh yeah, I'm sure. I mean it, it sounds maybe counterintuitive but you know, yes, when we think of Disney the person, we think of the good old days and we think of um, you know, nostalgia, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But he was an innovator. Yeah. And I, whatever the innovation is, he would have definitely been on the on the on the leading edge of that. You know, yeah. Instagram, social media. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. I'm sure that he would have found a way to, you know, be ahead of the game on all that stuff.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, it, uh, he, This just wouldn't have been another plat- One of his platforms that he can use to disseminate his ideas to the public that patronizes his uh, his uh, properties, so to speak. You know, whether it be movies or parks or anything else or hotels or boats. You know, I think he would have been in the fold, so to speak.
2: You know what I think he would really, have really liked? What's that? All those little games that they've got in the parks, like the Sorcerers <laughs> of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That that takes advantage of new technology in, in, in an existing space. Oh, yeah. That so like of, Kim Possible, or yeah. what is
0: it now? Agent um. Uh, Perry the Platypus. Yeah, Agent P's uh, adventure thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think he would be really, really, really into that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, I, I think that that's that's awesome i mean it's a way of reinventing the park and and adding all these new attractions without noticeably doing it i mean it's all hidden and you see people doing this stuff and you're like what are they doing and it's intriguing yeah um so yeah i mean i i definitely think you would have been behind that new technology
0: yeah yeah
2: I can't say he would have podcasted. I, I can't say that. I mean, I think he would have been on podcast, but I think there would have been a Disney podcast. I do think that. I think he would have, you know, stayed out there in front of things on TV because he was yeah. a TV personality. He he was a, um, you know, he he would have been a, a, as visible as possible. I think. Right. You know.
0: Well, you know, I think he he could have taken the audio off of his TV things and just put it right on the podcast and mm-hmm. release it as a feed kind of a thing. Yeah. Disney speaks or something like that. He would have been in podcasts, you think? Like I, we probably could have called him and say, "Hey, man, <laughs> can we have our, sh- can we have you for our fiftieth show?" <laughs>
2: we can't even get Jim Hell, and he's on everything. Well, we haven't tried yet. We <laughs> yeah, well, that good, is yeah. true. That's
0: coming. That's coming down the pipe since we have the whole Skype thing happening.
2: You let me know, man. I, w- I'm, I want that interview. we yeah,
0: Well, work on that. We'll work on that.
1: So, if 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 we have time, maybe it needs to go somewhere else. Yeah. But what would have been Walt's next thing? He would have been definitely, the cruise line, I could see that. He would have went nuts over the cruise line. I mean, that's a floating city right there. Yeah. Uh, But what would have been his next thing? And and I've I've got something in my mind, but what do you think he would have done next? Uh, Like a new
2: form of entertainment that he is?
1: uh, I don't know. That's not what I have in mind, but. You know, I'm, I'm thinking th- on the theme park level, but maybe you have something another right, idea. Theme park level, okay. I'm
2: thinking,
0: I'm thinking like a Horizons, the End of Horizons. You had the whole water thing, and then you had the whole land thing. I'm mm. thinking he would have done something in space.
1: Mm, that's deep.
0: Yeah, I think it would have taken us out of in, in orbit somehow.
2: <laughs> wow, you we're going into space. Yeah, i gonna go out there. Yeah, he's gonna
0: take us into his blue sky.
2: I would have loved to have seen him do something Toontown related. Yeah. Like Toontown's been kind of a forgotten concept, and and like now you go to Mickey's Toontown and, and Disneyland and what used to be um, Toon uh, what was it, the, the the County Fair. Yeah, what was it over there in Disney World? But I never really got at the expression the impression that you really got to see Toontown. Like you got to see when you watch Robert, Roger Rabbit, and you really kind of got caught up into that whole whole idea. Like when I remember being a kid and just being in awe of yeah. that movie and wanting to visit Toontown. And then visiting it at one point when, when we were gotten older and just being like, oh, man, this is just like, you know, regular buildings built like a... I, I right. would have loved to have seen something a little bit more cartoon um, or, or animated, um, interactive, friendly kind yeah. of thing. Kind of like what you're seeing now with the, uh, you know, the, the what you call Crush. Yeah, and uh, the stitch thing that you're seeing there, where the people can talk to these, uh, the the animation, yeah, and and interact with it in a different kind of way. I think you would have seen that technology a little bit more advanced uh, yeah. if he would have been around
0: before. Lee does his thing. I I just got another thought, and I'm thinking Jurassic Park. I think he might maybe <laughs> you think he might have bought his own island, or maybe even his own country. Mm-hmm. You know, since he couldn't get Epcot going like he wanted, maybe he bought his own country so he could do whatever the heck he want. I mean, he created Reedy Creek, yeah. which is basically the governing body of Walt Disney World. So you think um, he would
2: have brought back dinosaurs? No, I don't think he brought
0: back dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, maybe he would have uh, bought a whole island in which or country in which he can, you know, make it to where he would want it to be, or like like a fantasy island kind of a thing, <laughs> you know. Yeah, they come in, they come to a magical place, they get taken away, and they whatever, and then they leave, kind of thing, like a vacation spot. But anyway, sorry.
1: Interesting.
0: All right, so leave what you got.
1: Well, I guess mine's a little more down to earth than that, but you've got <laughs> California, yeah, and you've got Florida. I think you would have found a way to connect those. Uh, he's really oh. in the trains, right? He's really in the trains. So a high-speed rail system. There you go. From California to Florida, and then it expands the United States. So now you're going to have, let's say, five theme parks in the United States instead mm. of two, all connected. Just as Disney World is, this big space, imagine that now on the United States of America. So oh, that's pretty cool. F- yeah. California, Florida, New York, uh, you know, like a big circle Chicago. around it. Chicago. Yeah. And all interconnected yeah. by high-speed rail in some way.
2: So oh. that's interesting. So you're saying that if he was still around, you wouldn't just have the, your Florida and California parks. You would have multiple theme parks.
1: Yeah. It would literally be Disney World. Mm-hmm. As in, this is the world. And he would, we would have properties all over the entire United States, all interconnected. Yeah. You could do, wake up in the morning, get on Space Mountain, catch the, the high-speed... You know, yeah. over to California and go ride the Matterhorn. And then yeah. you can catch the high speed. Boom.
3: I
0: could see that. That'd actually be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, they did the mineral ski. He was looking hey, at the mineral ski lodge.
0: High speed. It could be a monorail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He might He might have perfected the monorail and made it f- f- feasible and shot it all over the country. That's a lot of building, though. Maybe the rail would have been better. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> that I think about it. No, I like that. That's a, that's a great idea. That's a really good idea. Or one big skyway <laughs> to connect in the parks or something. But anyway, if you have any thoughts and opinions on anything we have talked about, you know, what you think Walt would have uh, liked or disliked or added or not taken away, uh, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. Well, there's the music, and it's time to end our five zero show. Um, let me run through my typical spiel at a rapid pace. Um, of course, you know, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash magic our way. Uh, follow us on Twitter, you know, at magic our way. Um, You can leave a speak pipe message. I, I have yet to get that second speak pipe message. You know, <laughs> so if you're, if you're out there listening, you got something to voice or opinion or whatever, send us a message at our Speakpipe. Go to speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. Um, of course, you can download the show on Stitcher and iTunes or uh, any kind of platform. Whether it's your Blueberry or whether it's your BlackBerry or whatever kind of berry that you got, <laughs> you know, download the show from there and leave a review and a rating if you can. You know, um, tweet out or put it as your Facebook status or I don't know Reddit. I've learned about Reddit today from my waiter and that whole kind of thing. I don't I don't even know what Reddit is, but yeah, put it on Reddit that you're listening to our show and it's you know they're a bunch of swell guys. That are fifty episodes uh, old now. Um, did I forget anything?
2: No, I think you pretty much nailed everything. You said listen on Stitcher.
0: Okay, yeah, I said listen to Stitcher. You know, leave a review. Okay, I guess that's everything.
1: Yeah, I think it's everything. Lee, you wanna you
0: wanna uh, talk about your business real quick and just contact info, just to remind the listeners.
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, it's Lee at JustTheDreamAwayTravel.com. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook as well. Uh, Lee Lostavica, Just a Dream Away Travel. Uh, That's my travel page. So uh, if you're looking to plan, looking to look into anything, uh, maybe thinking even about next year, 2015 packages are out. So uh, now's the time to book.
0: Yeah, so if you decide to book with Lee, we'd love to extend an invite to you and tell us how your experiences. We'll get you in on the show. Yeah, you know, We have the Skype thing set up, and we'll get you and Lee on the show, and then we can talk about your whole booking experience with Lee, Just a dream away Travel. That's yeah, so. true.
2: Sure. Any booking experience with Lee, you automatically become a guest on this show.
0: Yeah, I think this was actually Lee's idea at one point. You know, you heard it from a different show, and I think it's a great idea.
2: Yeah, you don't even have to ask questions. Uh, you know, answer questions about Lee if you don't want to. You just get to, you know, whatever just, you want to go ahead and. If you want to be on the show, we'll interview. Yeah, hang yeah. out and drink root beer. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, Dan, you got? You said you had something for the wrap up.
2: Yes, I do have something for the wrap up. Because you we're, we're fifty shows in. This is the Magic Our Way podcast after fifty shows. Yeah. What do you want to see the Magic Our Way podcast be when we get to 100, Kev? You're asking me? or are you, are I'm asking you. I mean, where where do we want to go? Where are we hoping that when we sit down and do this and we're yeah. 100 shows in, where do we want to be? Um,
0: I hope that, well, this is all I'm thinking of right now. I blue Sky. That, oh, I'm not thinking Blue Sky. I'm thinking like the, okay. sh- the podcast uh, will be paying for itself by then. <laughs> you know through whether it's sponsorships or whatever else or ad sales or something like that mm-hmm. um where it's it, you know i guess because you know we're kind of paying for like it's not a large amount that we're paying for this mm-hmm. uh it barely costs anything but just kind of offset itself so where it's not constantly coming out of the pocketbook you know it's it, it can support itself can i tell you what i want to see what you want to see
2: i want to see jim hill as a guest on the show Okay. I want to see us get to the point where you ignore Lou Mangiello's emails. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Golly.
2: I want to see just a dream away travel be the number one travel agent for disney booking yeah nice i'd love to see that and i'd love to see a little bit more of uh interactivity with our i'd love to have more of our our fellow podcasters on this show
0: oh that's a good one too and yeah uh, yeah that's all definitely doable
2: yeah all that's definitely doable i absolutely think that's definitely doable yeah so i mean that's a reasonable goal for for 50 shows and i I would have 50 shows Oh, oh wait so that's only four. So to make it a, 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 a number five, yeah, go go for a nice, ni- go nice for run, Go for five. Kevin and I in Disneyland for Haunted Mansion holiday.
0: Oh, that'll be done before that. Yeah. Okay. That'll be done like within the next like I don't know,
2: <laughs> next
0: year or so. So whatever number of episodes that would be. Okay. Another thirty episodes or forty or something like that. Five very doable things. Five very doable things. Uh, Lee, is there anything that you you want to see us? In the next 50 shows happen?
1: I don't know about that, but I will tell you, I think for your 100th show, you need to have a live show. Yeah. Um, maybe somewhere like from Olani.
3: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That, that would be I a mean, nice
0: show. we probably find somebody to help us book that, shouldn't we? I think we can. Yeah. Leah, just dream away travel. <laughs> 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 well, those are all very, uh, Danny, I like those. You know, guys, these, these are all very feasible things that could definitely happen. Uh, again, if there's anything you want to see, uh, see happen to us, you know. God willing and everything else, we'll still be here for another 50 shows. Uh, shoot us an email at at Um uh, But anyway, Lee, I want to thank you for coming on our show once again. Um, so Thanks we for having
1: it. me. I appreciate uh, you guys extending the invite.
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
2: It's always always fun to hang out. Anytime you let us know what week you'll be here, if we can work our way around it, and,
0: we will. And one day we'll get you on the same show with Aaron. So It'll yeah. we'll, yeah. definitely happen and we can just have a jolly good time there. Just
1: the stars have to align. Yeah, the stars will
0: align eventually. Um, and so, and with that note, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Kevin. And I'm
2: Danny. And Magic out. You know what I was going to say is another uh, goal was uh, to get a website up and running, but I didn't <laughs> want to pay pressure on you. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. They want to it's throw okay. you under the bus. Yeah, yeah that <laughs> was totally, yeah. I'm be like, oh, yeah, that website's. Yeah, Yeah, that website's still coming.